Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Join me for the ultimate Team Mom deep dive. This is more than just a recap show. I'll scour the internet to bring you all the best drama that MTV didn't air. From police reports to deleted tweets, I've got the details on all the fights, breakups, and arrests of our favorite MTV train wrecks. If you think the moms bring the drama on TV, just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hey guys, uh, just so you know, next week I'm going to do both reunion episodes. Let's face it, Teen Mom reunions are not interesting enough to do two episodes, one for each. So this week I have my very good friend Troy McGeady on and we recap Janelle's 16 and Pregnant. Troy, welcome back. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. So I was like in the shower the other day and was just like, I don't know, thinking about life. And like, I had this thought that was so stunning. It made me gasp. And I was like, holy shit, Troy needs to be on so we can recap Janelle 16 and pregnant. Like, that's the episode that we need to do. I mean, like, I think that you and I both have the same, we love Janelle in the exact same way where it's like a love and hate and like find her endearing in the same way. So like, it's just, she's like our spirit animal collectively. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Like, I just, I love her so much. And T-Mom 2 is coming back and, you know, T-Mom 2 is Janelle. So I thought, of course, we have to watch Janelle's 16 and Pregnant episode to mentally prepare. And I want to say initial thoughts and feelings is it's almost insane how little has changed. I mean, truthfully, I'm not kidding you. That's the first thing that I wrote down. Like, I was like, okay, so this is basically an episode of Teen Mom. Like, the future episodes will look exactly like this episode from eight eight or nine years ago. It was literally completely the same nothing is different in their lives nothing it was exactly how it is today and I was just it was like not shocking like shocking is absolutely not the correct word to use for that um (laughs) but I was like oh shit um I will say though like I I do believe in a little ways like Janelle has matured and she seemed really young in this episode yeah she did feel very young there were a lot of things that she said in this that like i could see her having ignorant thoughts about the same topics but maybe not being as ignorant on how she feels about them like there were there was a there's obvious growth which made me feel good yeah so the episode starts off and i started laughing immediately because Poor Janelle, who, you know, visited Dr. Miami to inquire about a chin reduction, which he was like, I don't do those. So she just never got it done because he was going to have to refer her to someone. I don't know if you guys follow Dr. Miami on Snapchat, but I don't really because I don't like to watch surgery Snapchats. That's disgusting to me. But he will have people. He's obviously located in Miami. That's where Kale and now new Brianna went for their surgeries. And so Janelle went there. And, like, did the consultation on Snapchat. And he was like, well, I don't do... Because, like, a jaw shaving down is, like, a major, major surgery. Like, it's not... It's one of the most brutal plastic surgeries that somebody can get. Because, I mean, they literally... It's not just, like, a quick 
nose job or boobs or butt. Like it's it's really extensive what they have to do. And he like referred her out basically. And so then she's like, well, I don't want to do it anymore. And it's like, bitch, you don't want to pay for it. Like, Yeah, exactly. And you don't want to not gain like uh, attention from it, like media attention the way that you would from a Dr. Miami Snapchat. So obviously you're just like over it. <laughs> if Dr. Miami was going to do it, like homegirl was getting her chin done. But, For sure. Uh, so the first thing, you know, how 16 and pregnant, and I guess T-Mom 2 still does them, is, like, the animation, like, the sketchbook animation. And, mm-hmm. like, talk about leading with the chin. Like, they... <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> they... It's Janelle riding a bike, and, like, her chin is, like, a foot in front of the rest of her face in the sketch. <laughs> I mean, like, look, I don't want to jump ahead, but you mentioned, like... The animations in Janelle's episode are just purely okay. offensive. There's Andrew no humor behind looks them at like all. A black man in his, like Did they are just that? insane. Yes, all of them were insane. Did her her animations for when she was giving birth, <laughs> and there was a, a fucking slideshow, forty of them in a row, of her face during birth. I was like, okay, like, MTV. At least Janelle and Barbara's like looked similar, but Andrew's looks like like a black NFL player is like the only no, way literally. that I can describe it. Like he had like a thick face, like a thick neck when like you see him on screen, he's like a gaunt alcoholic. Like... Right. Like a rail thin, like <laughs> tiny little skinny guy. Yeah. And then in his drawing, he like looked like, like you said a black, he looked like magic Johnson or something. I was like, what the hell? It was really bizarre. Like no, he had a totally different haircut. Like they're usually pretty good at, at least getting like the features, right? Like, if they had just given him, like, sunken in eyes, like, a more narrow fate. But I was like, who, who is that supposed to be? And I was like, that's, at first, I was like, is that how they're drawing Mike, Barbara's boyfriend? And I was like, wait, that's yeah. Andrew? <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. No, that made me laugh really, really hard. I was like, okay, so we hadn't figured out our shading yet uh, <laughs> as far as the sketches go. It's so... Episode two. I don't, I really don't know. I don't know what went wrong with Andrew. Like, I like maybe they showed them pictures of, like, Barbara and Janelle, but then didn't have a picture of Andrew. And they're like, mm, I don't know, he's a guy. <laughs> so just, yeah, like, drew him like a generic man. Like, <laughs> We'll just draw him from what we think Janelle would like. <laughs> <laughs> so, Janelle Lauren Evans lives on Oak Island, North Carolina, which is, like, a small beach town, and... She says she's either at the beach or she's partying because it's summer. And right away, I'm mm-hmm. like, I I know they're trying to do that thing where she's, like, talking about her old life and then does her, surprise, I'm pregnant. But mm-hmm. I, I did find it weird that they, like, right off the bat, they're letting us know, like, Janelle likes to get fucked up. Yeah, it wasn't even three minutes into the episode that, like, the fir- one of the first things they said was about how she likes to fucking go out and like get drunk and stuff and i was like okay so they're like setting us up to know that like this is what janelle's episode is going to be like and i mean i haven't watched this in a really long time so i didn't really remember anything from it to be honest with you um and i just the only thing that i did remember is that like she goes out a lot in the episode so i was like interested to see especially with that like how much was Janelle, like, drinking, and how much was she partying, really, when Jace was born? I was, like, I mean, I can't remember the last time I watched it, but I was, too. I was, like, okay, so I want to know if, like, my perception of who Janelle is now has, like, 
made me remember her 16 and pregnant episode differently. Um, and mm-hmm. it didn't like, she was really yeah, going same. out that much. Like, same. <laughs> um, so, you know, we get this, uh, she's at the beach with her friends and Janelle's a beach girl. And like, it's funny because Janelle's like never read to me as like a beach bum type of girl ever. And, but, like, that's very much, like, the impression that we're supposed to get of her. And then we find out about, about Andrew. Um, and I just want to let everyone know, because I don't think people realize this. When filming this show, Janelle was 17 and Andrew was 23. Yeah. Um, I have a lot to say about Andrew. First of all, I didn't really know what Andrew looked like. I'll be honest with you. I'm knew like his name I, there's like an image that i had in my mind of just sort of like uh it was basically what that woman did with this sketch like i my mind just put a bunch <laughs> of pieces and parts together like a frankenstein yeah and uh i had an idea but like i didn't it was just so weird to see andrew's face and especially now that jace is a little bit older to see you know how much they kind of look like each other and I don't know. It was just, it was a really weird experience for me seeing Andrew, like the infamous Andrew. Yeah. So Janelle says they've been together for three years, which means that Janelle was 14 and Andrew was 20 years old when they got mm-hmm. together, which is, um, I think it's irresponsible that MTV didn't mention his name and address this. Agreed. And this is like an ongoing thing where I feel like they just like completely ignore that in almost every single episode of 16 and Pregnant, like, the the boyfriend is, like, significantly older. And, like, it, it's just, like, it's crazy to think that, like, MTV knew this guy was 23 years old and knew that they had been together since he was 20 and Janelle was 14. And they just, like, don't include that whatsoever in the episode. Because if the idea is, like, to show the reality of teen pregnancy, like, don't you think it's important to show, like, Janelle has been, like, groomed by this older, gross guy since she was, like, barely a teenager. Yeah, and that, like, a huge reality of it is that these young girls do get knocked up by older men that are just, like, kind of taking advantage of them. Exactly, and it it just, it, I don't know, it's just, it's irresponsible, but, like, they just, like, kind of just, like, always, they skip over a lot of Andrew stuff. Like, at the end of Mm -hmm. this, I wanted more Andrew. (laughs) I wanted more well, yeah. details about Andrew. Like, Andrew is the the enigma to me. Um, Janelle is like, everybody hates him. My mom hates him. My friends hate him. Like, nobody can stand him. But, but he's going to be around a while because I'm pregnant. And they do, like, yeah. you know, the surprise <laughs> I'm pregnant thing. And Janelle's pregnant. Like, she's, there, she's eight months pregnant when they start filming this. Mm-hmm. And I really, really, really missed those. I, I like, kind of got goosebumps hearing that again for the first time in so long. The, like, the lead up to them saying that they're pregnant and then showing their belly. <laughs> yeah. I, it was, like, I mean, usually they start filming when they're, like, 16 weeks or 20 weeks. But Janelle was 34 weeks pregnant. Like, she was fucking yeah. pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I also just want to mention, point out to you, too, that I wrote a lot of my notes in uh in the style of Janelle said and then this person said because there were so many quotes just golden quotes yeah, being thrown around me by too. a lot of people. Almost like, all I my couldn't... notes are that way. 
<laughs> oh, thank God. Okay, because like there was so much stuff being said that I was like, I can't paraphrase this. It's art, and it deserves to be like said exactly how it was said on the show. It's it was incredible. Agreed. Oh, and I skipped over. Andrew is a former model. Oh uh, yes, and we saw his modeling pictures, which are, um, I'm assuming, like taken for his MySpace. oh god his modeling pictures made me so uncomfortable like he had that like that emo scene hair in one of them and like they were like mtv put him up in black and white like to give us a little taste of nostalgia for him like (laughs) janelle goes i love that she goes she's like andrew and i've been together for three years and my friends think he's bad news and she goes despite being a model, he currently has no job, no car, and lives with his parents. <laughs> <laughs> and his parents live four hours away from her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering how successful 20-year-old model Andrew and Janelle met. <laughs> I don't know, man, especially because he had just come from New York living in the model apartment. Oh, God, what a mess. Um, Whatever that means. Yeah, so uh janelle is talking to her mom about you know how they always do this like how did i tell my mom i was pregnant and okay so i Mm -hmm. do want to address the fact that in the team mom fandom there is a rumor that janelle was pregnant before jason had an abortion it's like completely unsubstantiated i wouldn't even begin to figure out like where that rumor came from and that the Mm -hmm. reason that she hid her pregnancy from barbara for so long is because she didn't want to get another abortion and like i mean to me like that checks like that Are tracks. You kidding me? like i kind of 100 percent believe that that happened but like there's really less than zero proof of it but janelle basically barbara was like asking her and asking her and asking her and janelle was denying 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 and then barbara walked in on her in the bathtub oh my god dude poor barbara she's been put through hell for the past 10 years i mean probably longer i feel like yeah absolutely janelle's been a bad kid for a long time and then her other kids are sick and suffering too and it's just barbara lives a tough life and i can't imagine what it's like to walk in on your 16 year old daughter like in the bathtub and you see her pregnant stomach jesus fucking christ i can't i cannot i can't and there is another, uh, there was another really funny moment that made me laugh really hard when, uh, like right before when her and those girls were on the beach and she was talking about like being a, being a surfer, which like I don't even oh, know where yeah. the hell that came from. I, I was like, okay, Janelle's a surfer. Oh, I guess I somehow um, skipped that in my notes. But yeah, Janelle and her friends were like sitting on the beach and she was like, I surf every summer. <laughs> well, she goes. Her friend was like, she's like, you know, my cousin had a baby and. You know, when she had her baby, she was, like, totally irresponsible, and she was still going out and going to the clubs and stuff and partying. And uh, Janelle goes, she goes, yeah, I'll be a good mom. She goes, I'll probably just stay home with my kid and watch movies. And (laughs) she's like, she's like, I'm not, she goes, I still go out and party, but I just don't push it. Like, okay, hon. (laughs) Yeah, oh, this came after she was talking to Barbara, because I do have it in my notes. And (laughs) so, wait, I want to go back to Barbara, because one classic thing janelle barbara's like well you wouldn't tell me and janelle goes i figured you'd find out yourself what (laughs) (laughs) it's just like 
What do you, you figure she find out herself that you were pregnant? I mean, she, and she did. She did. But it was just so, it was just so weird. Like, and that just seems like so on par with Janelle where she just shrugs and it's like, I didn't really give a fuck how you were going to find out. Like, yeah, it's you like, finding the, out was not important to me. The shit she says is hilarious, like just on its own. But it's Janelle's delivery because she says insane things with no facial expression in a monotone voice. And that's what's so funny. Exactly. And it's so good. It's like it feeds into that thing where she just has no self-awareness. So, yeah, like, exactly. She being serious. And like, I re- <laughs> like, I just can't like she didn't say like, well, I was scared to tell you like, I just wasn't sure how you would react. Like, I was just so nervous. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just like didn't want to tell you. She was just like, mm, I just figured you'd find out. Like, <laughs> like, like this major decision. She's or this ma- like the most major thing that could happen to a teenager. And Janelle's like, Well, you figured it out, didn't you, bitch? Like, why are you mad? Like, you know, I'm pregnant now. Like, like I figured you'd find out on your own that you would end up having to raise a child again. <laughs> it was just, yeah. And um, we find out that Barbara hates Andrew. Mm-hmm. Oh. But her, okay, so this is what happens. Her friends come over, Lauren and Raven, and I just want to say Lauren had such a familiar face to me, and, like, not from Teen Mom. Like, she looks like somebody I know, and I can't place it, and it was driving me nuts the whole episode, but Barbara's like, so what do you guys think about Janelle being pregnant? Because we see clearly in this episode, Barbara has little to no boundaries with Janelle's friends. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Oh, my God. Like, you know if you fuck up at Janelle's house, like, Barbara will get in your face and scream at you, too. Absolutely. She's the one that will, like, tell you to take your dishes and put them in the dishwasher and not leave them out. Like, you're not going to, like, disrespect Barbara's house. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Like, if you got caught, like, I feel like most of my friends' parents, like, if you got caught sinking out together or whatever, it'd just be like, drop you off at your parents' house, like, let your parents deal with it. And Barbara does not mm-hmm. subscribe to that school of thought. No, I love it. I love the way she treats Janelle's friends. It's amazing. Yeah. And Janelle says, they were like, well, we were, like, so surprised. We were like, no, not Janelle. And Janelle goes, because I'm so innocent. And her friends, I think she might have been being serious. Because her I friends so started serious. laughing. And so then she started laughing. <laughs> But I think she, like, really thought they would say that. Because they started laughing, and they were like, no, Janelle, not for that reason. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, ha, ha, yeah, I'm not innocent. No, she definitely was being completely dead serious. I really actually enjoyed watching young Janelle interact with her friends. She was so vulnerable. Yeah. And, like, um, I don't know. She just, this was interesting because she, it, this was, like, the Janelle that isn't, like, totally tainted by being, Janelle from Teen Mom yet so she was just like so open and like so her personality was just so much more vulnerable back then yeah and uh her friend said something which I also wish MTV would like check I don't know my whole issue like now that I'm rewatching these 16 and pregnant episodes like really examining it is I just think it's like overall really irresponsible for MTV to let these people say things on TV and like not have it like Honestly, at the end of each, like, segment, like, a responsible adult should get on TV and, like, contradict every single thing said by these idiot children. And, like, Janelle's friend was like, well, when you're responsible enough to have sex, you're responsible enough for a baby. 
And it's like, no, 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 that's not how it works. Like, let's end this mentality. And I just, it just, I guess, like, I don't really expect MTV to do this. Like, I understand why they don't. And, like, they're trying to show how people really think. But it just seems crazy that they, like, let somebody say that on TV and it goes unchecked. And I think MTV's, like, vision is, like, well, you'll see that person is incorrect at the end of the episode when the baby's there and they can't handle it, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't think that's how it reads. Yeah, they, MTV comes from, like, a, like, learn from these, like, do as they, what is that saying? It's, like, basically learn from their actions and not from, like, what they say kind of thing. But, like, when you're a young... Exactly. And like when you're a young kid watching this show, I don't I don't know if it would always read that way, because I don't know if I was like 15 or 14 years old watching this, like I would think these girls maybe kind of knew what they were talking about. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it if also, you're a it kid. It also frames like this idea that like you have to be responsible to have sex. It like frames abortion mm-hmm. as like a cop out. Like the phrase you're responsible enough to have sex, you're responsible enough to have a baby is like a really big like anti-abortion line and it like frames having a baby as like a punishment for having sex and i feel yeah. like fucking nessa should have like appeared on the screen after that line and been like y'all what she said was stupid like exactly have sex <laughs> and they're stupid and irresponsible that doesn't mean they can raise a baby well like no for sure i totally agree with you that was the worst nessa but i hope you understand what i mean like by nessa screaming in the face of the audience because any fucking time i watch nessa on one of those goddamn after shows i'm like stop yelling at me stop it no nessa's the worst i always feel like i imagine that what she's looking at when she's like talking to the camera is a, a cue card that's like the size of like a billboard because she just like and she's just screaming the words yeah. on it yeah with like really 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 weird inflections i can't stand her also but wait have we discussed the fact that nessa dates colin kaepernick and she's like the main motivation behind him like kneeling during the national anthem she was the one that like gave him that idea and encouraged him to do it and does like extensive black lives matter activism did you know this about nessa no i did not know that at all oh i know God. i found that out and i was like shit now i have to like nessa fuck Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, like, I didn't realize she dated Colin Kaepernick. They've been together for a long time, because she's from San Francisco, and, like, her show is in San Francisco, and obviously he played uh, for the San Francisco 49ers, and they got together, and she, like, is the one that got Colin Kaepernick into activism, and was the one that was like, you should kneel during the national anthem. And, like, they have this whole foundation together, like, it's... I was, like, shook to my core because, like, I fucking hate her so much as the team mom host. And then I was like, shit, she's a really good person. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I will say, in, in uh, to play devil's advocate, I think she's just really terrible in this format because whenever I see her do interviews, like, she does, like, uh, you know, like a serious show. Mm-hmm. And then she has, uh, like, an, like, a YouTube show where she's she does, like, sit-down interviews. Too. She's on Girl Code. I never hate her on other things. Like, when I watch her interview singers and stuff, I never hate it. It's just, like, in this weird format where she's supposed to be, like, a pseudo-Dr. Drew. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think she's, like, supposed to be the big sister role, and it, like, reads as so fake. So when she's like, KL girl, what do you mean you got pregnant? And it's like, mm, it just, it, it reads as fake. It reads as really fake, and I don't think she does well, like, playing the... Because it's not an interviewer role so much. Like, it right. is, but it's also not. 
Um, like, just like I would say Andy Cohen, like, at a reunion isn't playing an interviewer role. You know what I mean? For Inessa, sure. I would imagine playing a real interview is maybe better. But, like, it just, like, when she's, like, being like, girl, what did you do? It's just, it, 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 it's, it's fake. It's fake. And it reads as so fake on fucking screen. It just doesn't work. No, I totally agree with you. And, like, the big sister thing is, like, the perfect description because she isn't, she isn't like a you know a Dr. Drew. She's like their fun big sister that like will tell them like it is and yeah. not hold back. And it's like all right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've gotten so off topic, but you know that's know. what this podcast is about. Um, exactly. Oh, so we were talking about if you're responsible enough to have sex, you're responsible enough to have a baby. And mm-hmm. um, I guess Barbara like didn't you know obviously want her to keep it and was like. Janelle's like, well, my mom was saying, like, you know, there's adoption, you know, there's abortion, but I'm keeping this baby no matter what. And her friends are, like, nodding along. And I'm like, oh, God. I know. It was so, ooh, excuse me, it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, and I liked how she was like, she'll never give Andrew a chance. And I was like, wow, literally nothing has changed. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> I think what made me feel like literally nothing has changed was, like, the Janelle-Andrew-Barbara dynamic. That we've seen repeated in every single fucking relationship. And, like, to be fair, like, Janelle picks bad partners. Like, I think you guys all know that I feel that way. Like, I've never yeah. liked a single boyfriend of Janelle's ever in my entire life. But um, in my entire life, like, I've known Janelle personally since I was a small child. But, <laughs> but I also think there is an element of Barbara being particularly antagonistic with them. And, like, just, like completely unable to like have a normal conversation with this thing i think janelle could bring home the best guy in the world and barbara would still probably hate him i think so too and i think it makes their it makes janelle like even more hard-headed because she knows that like yeah it's like they're both right and they're both wrong and that's the most frustrating thing about their whole dynamic they're neither of them is ever in the right or the wrong yeah you know what i mean and it's so frustrating because you never know who to like side with but um but yeah i mean like and then of course you more so feel bad for barbara because you just want her to like you know in the back of your mind that all barbara wants is for her to she literally could bring home the bachelor but the problem is that barbara wants her to be self-sufficient and like no she doesn't feel like any man is worth like all the shit that janelle's gone through in life like that she should just like be independent and like depend on herself but that'll never happen absolutely and also like there's the fact that janelle barbara like have different love languages and like even as like parent and child and barbara is like completely incapable of giving janelle like what she needs which is like for sure janelle needs like constant like support validation affirmations it's why she always like creates an instagram account for her boyfriend and we'll post, mm-hmm. like, fucking three-paragraph-long things that you know David the Idiot didn't post. Like, you know Janelle For typed sure. it. Like, you can tell that she typed it, but it's because she needs, like, this constant love and validation. And I think Barbara, like, shows love by, like, showing up, raising Jace, like, and what giving what yeah. she sees is constructive criticism. I think Barbara really sees the way she talks to Janelle's constructive criticism And all Janelle hears is, like, you're the worst, you're the worst, you're the worst, I fucking hate you. When what Barbara is trying to say is, like, these are the things that you need to do so you can be a good person. Exactly. And, like, you have so much potential and all of it's wasted. Why would you, why are you being so stupid? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And, like, they just totally, like, Barbara is just completely 
unable to give and also Janelle is just so crazy that she can't like acts of caring like Barbara like I think Barbara shows her love by showing up you know what I mean I do like too. regardless yeah. of like anything that's going on between them like she shows up like even if they haven't talked in months like if Janelle calls Barbara like Barbara will drop everything and go to her house her house and like move her out of the house and put all her shit in storage and let Janelle and her flock of kids come to her house you know what I mean or she'll yeah. like let Janelle she'll drive Janelle for an abortion and pay for it like that's how Barbara shows love and Janelle for Janelle. That's just, I think Janelle feels entitled and owed that behavior. Um, and so she needs Barbara to be like, you're the best Janelle. Janelle, I love you so much. You're a perfect daughter. Janelle, you're amazing. Like Janelle's so thick headed, I guess. Like she doesn't see those acts of Barbara showing up as love. And that's, I can understand as a 16-year-old not getting it, but it's it's really a shame that almost 10 years later, Janelle still doesn't fucking get it. <laughs> no, for sure. And, like, I mean, like, the one thing that I, like, picked up on that hasn't changed is the fact that all Barbara wants is to just be acknowledged for what she does. That's it. Like, she would be completely fine with getting nothing else if Janelle would just acknowledge yeah. everything she does for her every once in a fucking while like yeah just show that you appreciate the fact that she's literally raised your child for yeah. you and like does everything for you and is always there for you like you said and i i do think janelle owes her that but at the same time i think barbara also does stuff out of spite knowing that janelle won't give it to her and then gets mad at janelle for not giving it to her I think that's like Barbara, uh, yeah, for Barbara's sure. part of the dysfunction in it. You know what I mean? Where like yeah. she's like, well, like she'll like she'll get up and take care of Jace. I mean, especially like in the beginning, it's like I'll get up and take care of Jace, but the whole time I'm doing it, I'm gonna curse Janelle for not saying thank you to me, even though I know she's never said thank you to me in her entire life. Right. And it's like, so why are you still expect? So that I think this is like where both of them like fuck up is that they both like have this idea of how the other should be acting. And they're both not totally incorrect, and they both resent the other for not doing it. And it's like, you neither one, they, they are who they are. Their character traits are who they are, and neither is going to change. And it's like, both of you need to accept that. No, for sure. And, like, especially with Janelle. Janelle is, like, I'd say maybe second on my list after Farah of people on this show who, like, I think the most frustrating thing is the viewer and I'm sure, like, you feel this way since you, like, literally have seen every single aspect of this entire show. Like, there are parts of their relationship and parts of their dynamic that we'll never understand because these, like, girls, specifically Farah and and uh, and um, and Janelle, blame so much of whatever took place before 16 and Pregnant yes. in their childhood on why they don't get along. And it's, like, all we can do is speculate or try and piece it together based on their behavior now, but, like, we'll never really know. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, that's, that's exactly it. And I mean, you can see in this 16 and pregnant episode, especially like how it's just crazy. Like when I say nothing has changed, it's like how thoroughly developed the roles that Janelle and Barbara each play in each other's lives mm -hmm. are. Yeah, absolutely. I think Down also to... another big thing is that um Janelle, like, can't stand that Barbara like can scream and fight and then Barbara's like alright girl love ya 
Like, exactly. Let's pretend yeah. Like this she, never yeah. happened. And Janelle is like, I want to talk about this for the rest of my life. Like, what do you mean? Right. Pretend, like it never happened. <laughs> no, it's so true. Barbara will literally scream at her for like hours. And then at the very end of their conversation say, well, all right, Janelle, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like as if they just had this like great talk. And it makes, it makes me scream loud every yeah. time. Absolutely. And then and then she shows back up and she's like, Janelle, why are you mad? And Janelle's like, what? What do you mean why am I mad? And I think also, like, just skip ahead to where we are in Teen Mom. That's, like, what has been killing Janelle recently is that, like, they're literally in having a custody battle. And Barbara's like, so how are you? And Janelle's like, what? Yeah. Yes. Like, we're having a custody battle. Like, I... For better or for worse, Janelle cannot pretend like things are not happening. And yeah, I think in some ways it's good because I don't think what Barbara does is necessarily good either. And in most ways it's like terrible. And it just kills Janelle that Barbara can like be giving evidence to her lawyer against Janelle and then call Janelle up and be like, so when do you want to like meet up this week? It's completely insane. I think it's one of the most validating things about Janelle, about how she feels about her mom. The fact that, like, they ha- they're they used to this. It's like she's trying to break this repetitive cycle that they've had their whole relationship where they just sort of glaze over these crazy issues that they have. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like Barbara tries to force her into, like, their routine. And it seems like now, like you said, in current day teen mom, like, she's just not going for it. Yeah. So... To go back to the episode is now is when she and her friends go to the beach because, as Janelle says, nothing gets in the way of going to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) To surf, because that's all we know of Janelle. Yeah. (laughs) A surf girl. Oh, I need to comment on Janelle's, is it a LeBray piercing? Whatever she has in her fucking face that she still has. (laughs) She still has a scar from to this day. It looks so (sighs) bad. Actually, that one's like the Monroe. That's like the MySpace oh, era. Do you it's remember called? that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember it. Um, and she also has one of those like pregnancy uh, belly button rings in, like to save the hole. It's mm-hmm. it's rough, but yeah. So her friends like, well, my cousin got pregnant around your age, and she still went out and partied and like drank, and like you know, it's it's good that you don't drink. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're just going to hang out at home with the baby and just do stuff with your kid. Yeah. She's like, yep, we're just going to watch movies. And I was like, I mean, I go to parties and stuff, but, like, I don't drink. Like, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And you know Janelle was smoking pot this whole pregnancy. Are you kidding me? Jace came out, like, billowing smoke out of his mouth. Yeah, and also I'm... I would have to fact check this, but my memory tells me that once she defeated defended it saying that her doctor said it was okay to smoke pot with Jace. That does not surprise me 1%. Yeah. And so I bet like maybe, and also like for what it's worth, like Janelle's actually never been a huge drinker. Like she's gone through phases where she like drinks, will binge drink for a little bit, like depending on who she's friends with. But like Janelle's always been a pothead. Like pot has always been her thing. So, like, I believe she wasn't drinking during her pregnancy. When she went to parties, she just smoked a ton of pot. (laughs) I can actually totally see that, too. Like, her being the girl that, like, would rather just get high no matter where she is. Yeah. It's funny, because Janelle and I, like, relate like that. Because I was, like, I don't know how to phrase it, because, like, I was a huge drinker, but it was mostly because, like, my friends drank. 
And so mm-hmm. it was like, I, I'll drink too, like with my friends. And like, I liked being drunk and like, I had fun doing it. But like smoking pot was like, I would always prefer smoking pot. Always. So, you know, yeah. Janelle and I, twins. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Janelle's like, you know, I, I just feel like I'll be a good mom. Once he gets old enough, I'll definitely bring him to the beach. Which we have, have we ever seen? She does. She does take the kids to the beach. It just doesn't really get on the show for whatever reason. Okay, cool. But also, like, that's not what makes somebody a good mom. (laughs) No, Liz, they'll watch movies, too. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's so (laughs) short-sighted and upsetting, basically. It's upsetting in all these 16 and Pregnant episodes to hear, like, these little girls, because that's what they are talk about like what it will be like to be a mom yeah and it's always humorous the one thing about janelle that never changes that it's it's actually she's so vapid and surface that it's like the shit that she says is actually humorous because yeah it couldn't be more um like shallow yeah exactly (laughs) exactly like you she's put very very little thought onto it into it (laughs) yeah um so she's like, well, my boyfriend Andrew's going to come, but my mom hates when he comes, so I'm going to have to, like, ask her permission. And um, so she has a talk with Barbara and her, at the time, live-in boyfriend, Mike, who disappeared, I think, on season four of 16 and Pregnant, or Teen Mom, too, because Barbara caught him cheating with the Hooters waitress. And then she put, <laughs> um, like, anti-itch stuff in his underwear but I can't think of what icy hot, like icy hot powder in his underwear and kicked him out. <laughs> oh God. I love Barbara so much. I know. But Mike was definitely like the, obviously the father figure in Janelle's life. And then in mm-hmm. Jason's life for the first couple years of his life, but they have like a talk and Barbara's like, there needs to be ground rules for him coming. Cause he can't just like come here and stay for like, as long as he fucking wants. And she's like, they're like, they're fighting back and forth about how, she, you know, he's financially unstable. He has no job. He doesn't contribute. Everything's, you know, Barbara's paying for everything. And Janelle, like, what's my favorite thing from that conversation? She goes, she's like, the thing is that you guys don't understand is that it's not about how he supports me financially. It's that he mentally supports me. And if you don't accept that, you will never see me again. Yeah. Like, okay, where are you going to go? Yeah. I have written down, he can support me mentally, mom. (laughs) I love the way she says mom. It really is mom. It's always like capital M-O-M. Like mom. And he's like, well, mental support doesn't pay for diapers. Yeah, mental support don't put food on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, they are pretty, like... I think also this is a problem with Barbara is that she like kicks and screams, but actually has no rules for Janelle because she's like, Andrew sure. can't be coming and staying here however he wants. I fucking hate Andrew. Fuck Andrew. But Andrew still comes for four days. Yeah. There's never, ever, ever any consequence. It's just noise. Yeah. And Janelle knows that's all it is, is just noise. And it, it, it won't result in anything except for Janelle getting her way and Barbara crying. Yeah. Like, Hi, Julia, my cousin that I love. We, her mom used to kind of be like this when we were kids, where like 
if you asked her to do something for you, she would say no. And then if you just kept asking her and annoying her enough, like, she'd be like, no, 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 no. But then finally she'd say yes just to make you shut the fuck up. And also because I just don't think she cared that much about, like, parenting and consequences. Like, that wasn't mm-hmm. – she just didn't care about it. So you'd be like, Sue, take me to the mall. Sue, take me to the mall. And she'd say no, 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 no. But then eventually she'd fucking do it. And we knew it. <laughs> And so we would just push and push and push for her to do it. And my parents are kind of the same way, too. Like, it's definitely, uh, for Barbara and for my family, like, my parents, it was definitely, it's like, and I think we see it a lot, like, not so much with my Aunt Sue. That was just, like, we would do the same thing that Janelle does, where if you just push through, like, that annoying part, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) your parents will do what you want them to do. And I know for me and I think for Janelle... Like, with our parents, how there just, like, weren't a ton of rules, and you just, like, had to deal with them yelling at you, but you could still whatever do whatever you wanted. I think that's, like, a, a big trademark of, like, a di- dysfunctional family or, like, a family that just, yeah, a dysfunctional family. <laughs> like, I'm still going to do what I want, and I'll fucking listen to you scream because it doesn't matter because I'm going to get away with it in the end. Yeah, for sure. Janelle's the kind of person that you can look at and tell, like, like my mom and I are really close. Like we're we're too close, if you mm-hmm. will. We're a little bit uh, little Norman Bates ish. Um, <laughs> but like, I also like respect my mom enough because at a at a young age she put like the fear in, of yeah. God in me, just enough to know that like I can't fuck with her too much. So like you can tell you can look at someone like Janelle and you know that at a really young age like the dynamic between them was set up that like she was never forced to respect Barbara yeah. and the way that she talks to her in this is almost worse than the way she talks to her now yeah and now i'm going to take a quick break i would say like, it like escalated in like season 1 and 2 of teen mom and then it, it like since then it's been, like, going down, but I, it's still bad. It's still, like, terrible. Yeah, for sure. But, like... Like, at 15, if I told my mom to shut up and get the fuck away from me and get the fuck out of my face and, like, pointed to what room I wanted her to go cower to, yeah. my mom would kill me. Yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> yeah. It just, like, remind Like, in my family, it was just, like, just get through the yelling and then it'll be fine. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It just... I don't know, something about, like, how Janelle was like, well, and then Andrew, it just reminded me so much of me and my cousin just, like, pestering my Aunt Sue into letting us do, like, like, we just knew if we pushed hard enough, like, it would come to fruition. Like, yeah, she, you would get down. Her, she would get in her car and drive us to the mall. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is, like, all, yeah. always what it was. Like, she just never wanted to take us to the mall, which we wanted to go to every day because we were those kids. <laughs> You have to break them a little bit, break, yeah. break their, break their spirit a tiny wee little bit. And I think Janelle knew that, like Barbara was letting Andrew come. She was like, it was just For sure. going to happen. And, um, yeah. So Janelle doesn't really care that Andrew doesn't, doesn't have a job because he'll support her mentally, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is it's all you need. It's sad. And Andrew comes but, like, while Barbara's at work. And, like, he's straight up dressed for a job interview. Like, he has a pair of khaki pants. He's wearing, like, a Tiger Woods golf outfit with the red shirt and, like, a pair of khakis. Like, his shirt's tucked in. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he stopped at, like, Kohl's and got, like, a young boy's job interview outfit for sure. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, he's going to work at, like, Dick's Sporting Goods, you know? like Yeah, exactly. It was, it was. 
was just very funny. Like, I was like, why? I And I'm assuming it's because, like, he's a model and he's going to be on camera and this is his chance. And, like, mm-hmm. like honestly, like, Andrew should have, like, worked on his face a little bit before appearing on camera because boy looked rough. He did. He looked like he had just, I mean, he looked like the entire time, like, he hadn't slept in just, like, days. Like, he just looked gaunt but and bloated. pale. But bloated. But, yeah, but also bloated. At the, he his eyes were gaunt, but like the rest of his face looked fucking bloated. It was a very yeah. it's a very strange phenomenon of an alcoholic that doesn't eat a lot, um, mm-hmm. where they like will look very thin, but also have that like alcohol bloat. <laughs> yeah, like a little belly and like this like like bloated. Yeah, for sure. Like they're like retaining liquids. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just he looked he looked bad. Like he looked yeah. like an alcoholic. Like, a full-blown out. Like, he looked like a 40-year-old alcoholic. No, for sure. And, like, his age was also, like, I don't think I heard at the beginning when Janelle said how old he was. He he never said. I, like, had to Google it. Because I knew he was older, but I couldn't remember. They just, like, this is what I mean. Like, we get no backstory on Andrew. Like, what town do his parents... I want to know the exact town his parents live in. I want to know what his parents do for a living. Is his mom around, or does he just live with his dad, Barney? Like, does he have a degree? Like, well, you know, if he had stuck around, he would have gotten a being Andrew special this season. That's his. It's his loss. Don't I fucking know it? Don't I know <laughs> it, Troy? Although, really, if we're getting a being special, special better be with fucking Kiefer. Is all I have to say about oh that. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's the smartest thing you've ever said ever. I, please, please, I know. <laughs> Um, I wonder if we're going to get any bean. We've never had a Team Mom 2 bean special. And for Team Mom OG, we've had the bean Deb, bean Edwards, bean Matt. Is there another one? Didn't we have bean Barbara? Oh my god, duh. We had bean Barbara. But it wasn't even like really bean Barbara. It was like that web series they did. Yeah, it wasn't like, it was like Barbara dating. It wasn't like yeah. her actual life. It was just her like looking for a man. Yeah, and I'm assuming it's because they never did the bean specials of the Team Mom 2 Girls because they never, you know, went off air. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would, yeah, you're right. We had that bean Barbara special, but it wasn't like a, that was kind of it. It was just on the web series. It wasn't like on MTV, like on the, it wasn't on the TV. Um, yeah. I wonder, I wonder why. I'm so I cannot believe they haven't done a Bean Randy. Even though I don't want to see that and I would never watch it, I can't believe they haven't done it. I know cuz they are like up his ass. And they fucking people, love Randy. But they love him cuz people love people love Randy. I fucking they hate do? Randy. Oh my god. Well, they love him because he like, you know, tweets all that like he's like getting to Twitter fights with Janelle and like they just they love Chelsea and they love Randy talking shit about Adam, even though it's like totally inappropriate. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, so basically back to the episode, the gang, which is like Janelle, her friend, Lauren, Andrew, uh, her friend Amber is there, I believe, or maybe Amber doesn't show up there, but basically a bunch of them go mini golfing and they do the classic, like, how did you, well, Oh no. First we hear, Barbara doesn't like Andrew because he's an alcoholic and it's kind of like a record scratch. And it's like, he's like, yeah, I'm a straight up alcoholic scumbag. And it's like, what? (laughs) Can we also just talk for a second about him leaving? Because so like he is at their house and she like talks about how she was able to keep him there for 
four days without Barbara seeing him. Yeah, so yeah, he was able to be there the whole time without without Barbara and him fighting. And then right before he like leaves Barbara's house, she like Barbara comes out and like confronts him and his dad about like his responsibility as like you know the new father of this child. And she's like, you know, you got to get a job. You got to work. You got to do this. You got to do that. Like, we can't take care of this kid. Like, we need help, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she's like, <laughs> she goes, she, her and Janelle standing out there. And this is, like, I, so iconic to me because this is, like, have you ever watched, like, a preview for um, or, like, watched a movie or something that you watched when you were younger and you remember random scenes that they aired in the preview a lot? Troy. There's a movie called Tumbleweeds that I could still recall the entire trailer from. Because I'm pretty sure it was on my VHS for, I want to say Drop Dead Gorgeous, but I don't think that's right. But it was on my VHS for something. And, like, I don't think I ever saw the movie Tumbleweeds. But, like, oh boy. Oh boy. Do I remember that preview. <laughs> like, I don't know why this sticks out to me so much. I think because it was, like, my, like first sort of like inkling of like oh i'm interested in this girl but like they're standing in the driveway and they're like kind of arguing and um he's talking about how you know he was overqualified at mcdonald's and he can't mm-hmm. get a job and he doesn't know what to do and um she's like janelle says that she um that she or no they're they're arguing about him not having money and janelle's just standing there and she's like mom mom <laughs> mom mom but here's the thing mom mom here's the thing mom here's the thing mom for like 10 straight minutes and then finally she says like mom i'm already pregnant nothing else worse can happen yeah well it's because barbara (laughs) says we're kind of skipping ahead to get to this scene but barbara says um she was like you know and you're here having sex with my 16 year old daughter in my house and that's why janelle's like nothing else worse could happen mom (laughs) yeah exactly oh wait was this was this be was this after golf yeah let's go back to golf and then we'll go detail into that scene Okay, I got too excited. Golf yeah. was good, too. I don't know why I skipped ahead. Golf was good because that's when Andrew was like, well, Bar- Barbara hates me because I'm a fall-down drunk. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, well, that was, like, a big thing to be left out. And they do the classic 16 and pregnant. So how did you get pregnant? Like, why weren't you on birth control? And Janelle's mm-hmm. like, well, I was on birth control, but we got into a fight for a couple of days, so I stopped taking it, and then we had sex again. And her friend was like, without condoms? And she's like, yeah, I mean, we had sex all the time before I got pregnant, before I got on birth control and I never got pregnant. So, like. Oh, yeah. I wrote that down too. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So, the reason that you got pregnant is because you didn't get pregnant once or twice and then thought that you could just, um, I hate, I, I mean, for lack of a better term, be cummed inside regularly yeah. and nothing would ever happen. What? Yeah. And Bar, or Janelle and Andrew are going to have a, conversation where Janelle's like well you need to get a job Andrew and he's like I've been trying to get a job I'm overqualified for McDonald's it's like okay so go to another McDonald's it's two miles away and don't put as much experience on your resume like I don't believe that you're trying to start he's like you know it's the depression right now he's talking about like the recession because it was 2009 (laughs) he called it the depression (laughs) which is like cute you know like his parents watch a lot of Fox News and like he, like, goes in and out of the living room on the way to the kitchen, and he hears him talking about the recession. And he's like, oh, I should keep that in mind. The economy's bad because we're in the Great Depression. That made me laugh so hard, like, as if he's out looking for, like, jobs at, like, the coal mine, like, the, like a yeah. steel factory. Like, dude, you can get a job at the mall. The, yeah. We're good at, like, 
retail stores are still staffing. You should be fine. It seems like McDonald's is the only thing you've applied for. Yeah, I'd say move on. mentioning it. <laughs> he, it's, he talks about his application at McDonald's the entire episode. Yeah. Um, and Andrew says, and Janelle's like, I just wish you could be here more. And he goes, I would be here more if Barbara wasn't such a bitch. <laughs> God. Which is like, you're staying in her house. Like, I do agree that Barbara's a bitch. And I'm sure, as we see, like, Barbara and Andrew, like, get the fuck into it all the time. But, like, maybe you could be her more, like, if you got a fucking job and moved out of your goddamn parents' house. The thing is, is that, okay, Barbara is a bitch, but nothing she's ever asked for has ever, in my opinion, been so extraordinary or out of the, like, out of the question. She wants your boyfriends to work and yeah. not ha- and like and just have money that to help you raise like the kid that you have like I bet even if it, like Andrew got a job and was like hey I'll pay you a hundred dollars a month in rent and I'll buy groceries like she would have let him live there but like oh for sure how, I think Mike worked construction Barbara worked at Walmart like they couldn't have Andrew move in they couldn't afford to have Andrew move in right and I think like it's just so crazy that like. They're like, well, that bitch Barbara won't let me live with you. Like, it's not Barbara's responsibility to let you live in her home. Exactly. You didn't tell her that you were pregnant. And now she's being forced to financially support this child that she had no idea about a few months ago. And you have no job. Like, the least you could do is get a goddamn job and just, like, give a little bit of money. I bet if. Andrew had gotten hired at somewhere on Oak Island or in Wilmington near where they live and, like, presented the, like, Barbara, like, I got this job, like, here's how much I'm getting paid, like, if I give this much to you and this much, like, for the baby stuff, like, can I live here and help? Mm-hmm. For sure, yes, absolutely. Like, Barbara's, like, very, she's always been, like, very, she's not crazy with her money, she's not flashy, like, the fact that Barbara worked at Walmart and that home that they were living in, why they filmed, like, is a home she bought. And she was a single mom of three kids for years. But you know Barbara saved, like, every penny of her Walmart paycheck. I don't think... I wonder if she bought that house even before Mike lived there. But he, Or even if it was with Mike. Like, you know they scrimped and saved so they could have a reliable Honda CRV, which is what she's driving. A nice little three-bedroom, two-bath home that she probably spent, you know, her life savings on. So that she would yeah. have a home of her own. Like, it's nice. Like, it, it's in a safe area they live by the beach like kind of like a really nice ending considering barbara like is a person that's working at walmart has three kind of crazy kids like she did well for herself and then this fucking loser who's an alcoholic wants to come just like expect to stay at her place whenever he wants and none of them take into the to account and like janelle never says this ever even to this day that like barbara is um an older woman and like had no plan on raising a goddamn baby at almost 70 years old like i think she was probably like at least 60 or 61 in this episode like you're some like 20 year old little shithead who claims to not be able to get a job at mcdonald's and this woman has worked her entire life and is now about to raise your child and you have the nerve to be pissed off because she's rude to you yeah especially because like barbara was i mean literally working at walmart like, Barbara yeah. was working the job she had to work to put food on her table. And, like, she mentions this, like, he eats me out of house and home. Like, I bet Barbara, like, especially this time before there was teen mom money, like, like had 
she spent $200 for food for her, Mike, and Janelle every week, and that was it. You know what I mean? Like, she had $200 worth of groceries and nothing else. And then Andrew comes and eats, as we saw him, cooking up, burning shit. Like, I mean, he was, like, in that kitchen treating it like it was his own house. (laughs) I know. He's such a little shithead, dude. Like, even just having seen him on this show for, like, what was he in it, for 15, 20 minutes? Like, Like, he is unbearable like he was completely i can't can't even imagine if i had worked all day at walmart and knowing that i'm coming home at 60 something years old to take care of a a newborn (laughs) or my my daughter with like a baby and uh this kid is in my house cooking the food that i'm buying like i would kill him i would kill him yeah so we get to the driveway scene and like janelle was like my mom and andrew and i have been able to avoid my mom this whole time and you know barbara was like not letting this little fucker leave before yeah and i mean it's crazy because as i said like andrew's 23 years old and it's crazy that barbara has to like talk to his daddy i know and like his daddy drove four hours they said that his dad drove four hours to pick him up from his weekend by the way not even knowing if like he would be allowed to stay who knew who knows if like Barbara would have even let him stay. They just kind of had blind faith that she she would. And his dad drove four hours. Like to I can't come believe there's him. not like a butt, like a greyhound or a train. But he probably couldn't even afford yeah. it. Like his dad did an eight four hours is a long fucking drive. And then just to turn around and go right back home. Oh my god, I would kill him. I would want to kill this kid. His dad like did you know and didn't say any like so they start like fighting basically mike's like andrew needs to man up barbara's like i bought everything for this kid like he needs a job and barney's just like sitting there like not seeing anything as andrew like starts like saying like basically fuck you yeah yeah and i was expecting i really honestly like when this scene started i was like damn shit's about to get bugged because i thought his dad was gonna get really pissed off and like especially because uh what was what was barbara's boyfriend's name mike Mike was coming out too, yeah. and I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna! This is like about to happen!" And that guy just literally sat on the hood of his car and said nothing. Yeah, like you would think that Barney, the dad, would have been like, "Yeah, he needs a job. This is insane. Like, we can't do this. Like, we." Yeah. Barney, like, basically was like, did not seem to care whatsoever that Andrew was about to have a child. <laughs> yeah, and like you could also tell the stuff that Bar- that Barbara was saying was you know indirectly being state said to their to you know to their father yeah she was father. of course saying it like why am i the only grandparent that's paying for shit yeah and like i don't appreciate you having sex with my teenage daughter yeah with your fucking kid coming to my house and and, and having sex with my daughter in my house like it's not cool yeah. like, can we it's talk just about like, this it's thing? crazy like knowing his age because when you watch that scene it's very much like two teenagers parents are speaking to one another exactly and it's not. He's 23 years old. Yeah. Like, he's, like, could be a college grad at this point. Like, he's an adult man. And <laughs> his dad just drove four hours to come pick him up from his girlfriend, his teenage girlfriend's house. So he got knocked up because he have a job. Because he have a job. I can't. Yeah. It's just, I mean, and Barbara's like, Barney, we got to talk about this. But I bet, I wonder if Barney and Barbara and whoever Barney's wife is, if it's Andrew's mom, whatever, like, have gotten into it in the past. 
Oh, I can't even imagine. There had to have been some, some like, ruffled feathers for sure. Like, when Barbara figured out her 14-year-old was having sex with a 20-year-old, I wonder if she, like, <sighs> drove to Barney's house and, like, flipped the fuck out. Like, in their house? In her house? Yeah. So disrespectful. Yeah, because, I mean, also, like, not for nothing, Barbara, that, like is the problem with being such, like, an aggressive person that's, like, is constantly speaking to people that way is that they, like, stop giving a fuck. And I, Barney, like, kind of was, like, talking or, like, had a look on his face, like, I've done this with you before, Barbara, and I'm not interested in doing it again. No, for sure. Like, he just, you can, and that's, like, something that you can tell just, like, never stops her. I love that no matter how annoyed the person is that Barbara's talking to, and she knows that they're annoyed, and it's based on the fact that she's really screaming at them in a shrill tone. She doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's my uh, girl. So, yeah, and that's when we get Janelle's, like, mom, mom, mom. <laughs> Nothing else worse could happen, mom. <laughs> and she just, she says it in the most, like, the most Janelle way. Like, no facial expression nothing monotone hands on her hips shrugs her shoulders like literally thinking to herself like you know what bitch you can't kick me out you have to help me and you know that you will and we are gonna have sex now because guess what your daughter's not a virgin yeah just shut the fuck up basically (laughs) yeah and i it was just i wrote down right there janelle talks like such a little kid because like very much in that scene she was like mom mom like mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. just it was such a childlike behavior the way that she was acting <laughs> but mom mom but mom mom the thing is though the thing is though the thing is though here's good, the thing here's the thing Janelle accent uh is it yeah because i don't know what the hell accent that is one of the can i just also add one of the most alarming things about watching this is like i've really just um gotten so like numb to these the accents of this town of this beach town and uh this 16 and pregnant seeing people that you don't get to see as much anymore that have really extreme accents i don't understand it (laughs) well this one is like weird because barbara is like from rhode island so she has her new england accent and then janelle lived in pennsylvania until she was like 10 so she like that's why she doesn't really have a southern accent but like she does a little bit and okay. so then you'll hear like Janelle's friends talk and you're like, why are they so Southern? Oh yeah. They were like super Southern. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Really Southern. Um, also, let's just talk about Janelle's pink maxi dress that she's wearing this entire episode. <laughs> I can't imagine what problem you saw with it. I think I had a dress that was exactly like that from J. Crew, and the the straps on it were very similar, and it was like long like that. But mine was a paler pink, and it was probably in that year that I had it. You know, like in two thousand nine. Um, yeah. But like, obviously, Janelle did not buy a single like maternity thing. <laughs> I also love to her. Uh, if we're talking about like Janelle's look. Like, her hair is, like, bleached in this um, episode. It's, like, white. But, like, Uh, half. Like, it's, like, straight. It's, like, highlighted with bleach. And, like, as her pregnancy progresses, like, her highlights just become more and more, like, grown out and insane looking. Whereas, like, towards the end when she actually gives birth, like, she literally just has, like, it looks like somebody took permanent marker and just, like, violently scrubbed it on her scalp. It's insane. It's so insane. And she... (laughs) 
Her eyebrows are the worst they've ever looked. Oh my god, they're an inch long. Ooh. And you know what's crazy? Like, there's a ba- like a kid picture of her floating around. Like, she just was born with those. Really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. They're literally, like, they're, like, the size of a pinky nail. Yeah. And, like, that we- they're, like, upside down. Like, Raven Simone has <laughs> eyebrows like that, too. <laughs> oh, God, no, I'm never not, not going to, like, be able to notice that. Look, she has upside down eyebrows. It's very bizarre. But, yeah, Janelle's <laughs> whole look is, like, it's tough. It was tough. It was really, um, it was abrasive back then. It was, but I feel like Janelle was dressed like very 2004, but it was 2009. Totally agree. Like, she looks like all of her clothes came from, like, Old Navy, Hot Topic, and, like, Gap, and, like, American Eagle, but, like, like you said, like, in, like, 2001. All her clothes came from Aeropostale. Yes. Oh, God. Janelle was such an Aeropostale girl. And, like, her friends were wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. And I was like, was I still wearing Abercrombie and Fitch in 2009? And I definitely wasn't. Yeah, 2009 was sort of like the... Because that was when, like, J. Crew became a thing. I mean, or not J. Crew. I just said that because of you. Yeah. Hey, I meant to say H&M. <laughs> yeah, exactly. H&M was big. Like, in 2009, I was wearing a lot... Yeah, a lot of H&M Forever 21. Like Exactly. Um... And I don't know, just so you've been rewatching the Ashley Simpsons show, and I would say like mm-hmm. Janelle and her friends could have fit in with Ashley Simpson, and that show was on in what two thousand four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like they had, and I was like looking at her friend Amber's hair, which was like in that like gross like scrunchy curl, which I know oh, was Lord. done by two thousand nine. I know it. Dude, the the scrunched hair, like watching Janelle in the mirror like pamper herself and like make herself beautiful in this episode while like running her hands through this like the most chorus tangled wet illusion hair like it was so bad i used to like really want scrunchy hair when it was popular and this is disgusting um i have very very straight like air dry stick straight uh thick hair that doesn't hold a curl when done properly and mm-hmm. I would, like, try and scrunch my hair. And, like, I don't think I understood that you had to actually have curls in order to scrunch it. Like, and that you couldn't just, like, scrunch straight hair. Like, that's not how it worked. Like, I yeah. don't know. Like, I, my mom, like, wasn't into, like, showing me how to do things. So I would just, like, see people do stuff and, like, try it myself. Like, with fucking no concept of, like, your hair already needs to be curly in order to scrunch it. And you have very thick, very thin hair. Or very thick, very short hair. It's not going to work. And I would, like, get out of the shower and take, like, my got-to-be-deep or whatever that fucking shit was called gel. And, like, put, like, a whole bottle in my hair. And I remember I came downstairs once and my dad was like, what did you do to your head? (laughs) It's just, like, hard and bone straight. (laughs) Literally. Probably dried with, like, white all over it. Because, like, I had so much in my hair. It was tragic. I just, like... I don't think I understood that, like, you can't, you can't scrunch a straight hair. It was... <laughs> well, you were definitely not the only one. I remember so many girls, like, do you remember those girls that would be like, my hair is actually wavy, but it was it was literally not wavy at all? Yeah. I my hair to... dries wavy. I went to school <laughs> with uh, really rich girls in, like, when I was in middle school, and, like, I remember there was this phase where everybody was getting body waves, 
which was like a light perm. It was oh, actually, yeah. They actually looked amazing, and I wanted one so bad, but I didn't get <laughs> one. But My hair just dries, like, really yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. beach wing. Exactly. And everybody was using that fucking, like, um, the Freddie Mitchell, spray. like, be- beach hair. I think mm-hmm. it wasn't Freddie They're Mitchell. like, sea salt. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, what a time to be alive. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, so, Janelle, I would agree, like, everything in this... Everything in this episode was just abrasive. It was, like, mm-hmm. harsh on my eyes to watch, I would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, ugh, ugh, this hurts my eyes. Yeah. Like. Nothing was subtle. Nothing was subtle. Nothing. And, like, Janelle's, like, facial piercings, and it was just a lot. It was a lot. Um. So our next scene is Janelle's baby shower. And Janelle's wearing her pink dress. (sighs) The baby shower. Can we talk? Let's just get into this goddamn baby shower. Yeah, it was very heavily decorated. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Barbara went ham. Yeah, Barbara went to Party City and spent a hundred fucking dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which could get you the whole store. Yeah. Like, Barbara, you know, and it was... It, it was, like, honestly, I think any mom that throws a baby shower for her teen daughter is, like, a very nice person. I mean, I think so, too. I was thinking that the entire time, like, because there's always that sort of hump that you have to get over when, um, you know, a young girl, like, tells her parents that she's pregnant. And then, you know, they become supportive. And, like, you know, if they're not supportive by the baby shower, you, you may be fucked. Yeah. You know, but, like, if they do become supportive by the baby shower, then, like, things usually will be, like, lightly smooth sailing at that point. So, yeah, I was, like, at least they made it to the point where Barbara was excited for the baby shower. Yeah, and also, you know what's weird? This whole time, that was the first time we realized she was having a boy, I think. Because, like, they didn't mention, like, I'm having a boy, I'm naming him Jace. Like, there was, like, yeah. very little talk in Janelle's episode, and I think this is unfortunately true to who she is as a mother. There was, like, very little talk about, like, the actual baby. Yeah, unless it was, like, being brought up as, like, an inconvenience yeah. or something like that. It was never about, it, it was never, it never had anything to do with Jace at all. No, really it was sad. never, like, even, like, when she was, before she had the baby, he's gonna be so cute. What are we gonna name him? We picked a name, like... Like, I can't wait to hold him. Like, do you think he'll look like me or like Andrew? Like, there was never any of that talk at all. And then once he was born, it was never... He was only discussed, like, in relation to how annoying it was that somebody had to take care of him. Oh, poor James. Oh, my God. I know. Um, So, yeah, Barb went all out on the baby shower. And, like, her friends were there. And... um, there's nothing sadder than a baby shower filled with 17 year old girls uh, and like listening to the conversation and Barbara hovering over them and it, the shit that they were saying was just so like this is inappropriate you know what I mean like this yeah. is you're so right there really is it was so like just it left a really bad taste in your mouth watching a bunch of teenage girls sit around and open baby clothes and stuff I was like this is really nuts yeah like you know, I don't know. Yeah, Barbara was definitely, like, one of the girls. Like, mm-hmm. I bet that I know it drives Janelle up the wall that, like, when Barbara's, or when Janelle's friends, like, come over, like, at first she can be, like, so fun and nice and, like, 
God, like, I'm one of the girls. We're all friends. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Do you think it's bothered Janelle since she was little that her mom steals the attention from her? Yes. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. I think so, too. Absolutely, it does. Um, And, like, but, like, the baby shower's fine. Like, it's very on brand for the Evans family, basically. Yeah. It was. It was sweet. It ended up being... And, like, this was also a time... Like, it was nice to see, even though Janelle treats her mom like complete shit almost, you know, 90% of the time, um, you know, given how much she literally despises her now, like, it was nice to see these moments with them. Yeah. Like, being sweet and, like, having fun with one another and stuff. You know, not even six minutes later, they got in a giant fight. Yeah. Well, that's where we're going. Janelle lets (laughs) us know that Andrew knows it's, like, the day of her shower. And that, like, he doesn't even give her a fucking phone call. And she's like, so mm-hmm. I need to go out with my friends to blow off steam. Yeah. Um, and so Janelle and Barbara, is Barbara wearing a crown in the, or Janelle's wearing a crown? They have, like, things yeah, on think, their head while talking. Yeah, I think Janelle had, like, one of those um, plastic, like, boa crowns on yeah, her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're, like, yeah. talking, and Janelle's like, well, I'm going out. And Barbara's like, you need to rest. And she's like, what does she say? Hold on, I wrote it down. She says, you need to rest. You need your sleep. You need to sleep. You need to take care of yourself. That's so annoying, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of this argument was when but when they were arguing and she was saying like uh she was like you need to be here for this baby like you're not even, you know you you like you need to be here and, and rest your body and blah 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 and Janelle she goes she like looked at her very like plainly and like very calmly and she said mom no matter what you say I'm going out and there's nothing that you can do about it <laughs> like so psychotic yeah who says stuff like that I mean um, I think yeah that's it and they're like Barbara's like why since I threw you this party today like why don't you stay home you'll help me clean up like and this is after like Janelle insisting she doesn't need to rest and Janelle's like clean up tonight mom I'm too tired I'm going out (laughs) she's like I'll clean up tomorrow I'm too tired to clean up tonight I'm going out with my friends and it's like that's like classic Janelle logic that she still uses to this day. <laughs> that she's too tired to clean, but not tired enough to go out all night long. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's so. And Janelle's voiceover is. I wish my mom would just under would understand just because I'm pregnant doesn't mean I have to stop going out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's literally what it means. excuse me that's the only thing that i remember from this episode i'll never forget that line like that's literally exactly what it means to be 36 weeks pregnant (laughs) (laughs) that you don't go out with your friends anymore and do teen things you've lost that privilege hon yeah so i was like wondering where she was gonna go out (laughs) to and it was just the fair it was like pretty harmless i think i mean i'm sure they just like went out and smoked pot and went to the fair and you know harmless for a pregnant girl (laughs) and uh, her friend amber is there who as i mentioned the janelle side character episode amber is the one that she ended up uh posting the date of her upcoming abortion on her official fan book page like maybe on during season two um or season three but 
her friend Amber is there and Lauren, and they decide to call Andrew on speakerphone. And they get into a fight, and Andrew starts talking about their ding-dang relationship. Liz, I wrote this down in its entirety because I have never heard such beautiful words be spoken. First of all, I just want to prereq that he sounds like Boomhauer. Uh, I don't know. Uh, exactly. A hundred percent. Right. That's who he was. I've never heard anybody know. talk like that except on King of the Hill. I didn't know people said, gosh, dang, but like, okay. So she, she, she answers the phone. He answers the phone and she goes, he goes, uh, why didn't you call me today? And she goes, why didn't you call me today? And she goes, he goes, where are you? And she goes, I'm out with my girlfriends. And he goes, pregnant and every dang on thing, and you're going out and crap like that? You ain't nothing but a dang piece of crap because look at you. And she goes, you, she goes, do you know how fucked up you just sounded? And he goes, it tears our dang on relationship up. Do you know how stupid you look? You're not even growing up yet to have a dang on child. And she goes, I'm not even grown up to have a child. You don't have a job. You have no car. You have no license. And you're an, she goes, your license got taken away and you're an alcoholic. Who's the one that isn't grown up? And he goes, you're nothing but a piece of dang on crap. Bye, now. <laughs> I literally rewound this scene probably 13 times. I was crying. Crying. I mean, I just like that they just keep casually mentioning that Andrew's an alcoholic. But like, I know. Like... It just, I don't know, it's just so crazy that it, like, just keeps getting casually mentioned. Like, well, you're an alcoholic. And it's like, okay, but what exactly do you mean? Like, is he, like, has he, he's been to rehab? Like, does he go on and off the wagon? Like, I need, as I've been saying this, I need details on Andrew's alcoholism. Yeah, and, like, why is every, okay, if everybody knows he's an alcoholic, why is literally everyone so comfortable with this teenage girl, like, being yeah. around him alone and shit all the time. Like, everybody knows he's a, a drunk and nobody cares. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. And <laughs> her friends are, like, horrified. Also, Pete Janelle's <laughs> iPhone 1. I know. I couldn't stop staring at it. <laughs> uh, Janelle loves an iPhone. She loves an iPhone. Um, and, I mean, they, and it kind of just shows, like, how fucking spoiled Janelle is. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. She is such a spoiled little brat. Like that, you know, Barbara didn't have a ton of money, but she got the first iPhone right when it came out. <laughs> God damn it, dude. I just like, I could not. That was my favorite, favorite, favorite scene of the entire, entire episode. Yeah, I Pregnant and every dang on thing. It says it tears up our ding dang or tears our ding dang relationship up. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I kept waiting for the moment that this would be like, I mean, it comes up later, obviously, but I kept waiting for the moment that was like, oh, is this the last time we'll ever see Andrew? Is this the last time we'll ever see Andrew? Because it's like, yeah, his cause... presence was just so minuscule on this whole thing. Yeah. Um, and so like the next day she goes out to lunch with her friend Lauren and her friend Lauren's like, look, I don't like to get into people's relationships, but... <laughs> but that was really bad what I heard last night. <laughs> and Janelle's just blank staring at her eating cheese sticks. Yeah, and... Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, I know, those mozzarella sticks looked fucking good. I and know. And Janelle's like, well, I know, like, I just, I can't be with him, and I'm gonna have to do it on my own. 
And her friend's like, okay, so how are you going to do it? And Janelle's like, her voiceover's like, well, I didn't have much time to figure it out because my water broke two weeks later. (laughs) Yeah. I thought they were going to say the next day. I did, too. That voiceover made me laugh really hard. Unfortunately, didn't have time to figure it out. So what's she been doing for two weeks? Like, what's she been doing for nine months of pregnancy? Exactly. Like, two weeks is a pretty long time to figure out something that could so easily be figured out. But, uh, okay. Yeah, so she goes to the hospital, and it takes 12 hours to deliver Jace. So I just need to talk about this a little bit. Um, so, okay. In the Team Mom fandom... (sighs) The rumor that's been accepted as fact is that Jace tested positive for drugs at birth and that the reason the pregnancy or the labor wasn't shown was because of this. And, you know, right when he's born, they like show his little feet in the hospital bracelet and he has a little Mm -hmm. bandaid on and they've taken that to mean that his they took the baby's blood from his heel and that's they used to test him for drugs. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. There's this whole fucking thing that comes from literally nothing. It it comes from thin air. And it makes no sense because they did play audio of it. It's like MTV probably just, maybe Janelle was like, I don't want you to air that. (laughs) Also, isn't there, I mean, would they have just given Janelle her baby to take home if it came out positive for drugs? Yeah. I don't know. And, like, so that's the speculation is that, like, he came out positive for drugs, and that's why CPS was involved at, like, a very early stage in his life. But, like, really mm. what happened is, like, Janelle was going out partying every night, and Barbara called CPS herself. Like, that's the reality of the situation. But I just always, I need to touch on that because it's, like, this big, huge conspiracy theory that people were have been repeating so much that now it's repeated as fact that, like, Jace tested positive for drugs and that the reason that we know this is because her birth wasn't shown when, like, most other ones were. It's so silly. I mean, yeah, like you said, there was sound. They just decided to do it in drawing form. In they drawing basically montage. showed the... Yeah, it was a drawing montage, but you could hear the whole thing. I don't know. I, I, I didn't see anything that alluded to that at yeah, all. Yeah, plus we did kind of see it because we saw her in the bed with the fucking breathing mask on her... The oxygen mask on her face. And yeah. then I wonder if maybe... I mean, who knows? Who knows the reason it wasn't shown? But there's no proof. If Also, I don't know why they wouldn't have shown the birth. Like, like so if the baby came out and, like, they did test him for drugs, it's not like they would have gotten the result right away. And they say she tested positive for weed, so it's not like he would have come out, like, fucking, like, withdrawing. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have been, like, a yeah. heroin baby that came out, like, it, having detox. Like... He just would have came out and they would have, like, taken blood from him. That doesn't make sense that, that they wouldn't show the delivery. That has nothing to do with it. It doesn't make any sense. It's a stupid thing. The only things that I know about CPS are from Britney Spears and the Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Mm, and favorite. and that is the best documentary literally of all time. And, like, we all know what happens when your baby is born. With drugs in their system, the CPS will take your baby. They don't let so, you take I'm... the baby home. No, they're not going to give they're you the baby. They're not letting me home. take the baby home. <laughs> she was going to be Miss America. I, I watch that movie once a year just to keep it close to my heart. I always circle <laughs> back to it. It's so good. It's just so important. 
have, if you guys haven't watched A Wild and Wonderful White's West Virginia, like, I'm not sure what you're doing with your time, but, like, yeah. just watch it. It's so fucking good. It's so good. It's so good. You can't consider fully consider yourself to be an emotionally broken psycho unless you've seen the wonder the white. You have to know the white family. Yeah, and plus you should just watch it because it relates to Leah from Teen Mom Two and her whole family. <laughs> I mean, that's how I learned about what a holler was. I, I'm I, honestly like I completely understand the region that Leah grew up in because of yeah. that fucking documentary. Come on, guys, get with the <laughs> program. Um, <laughs> So Andrew did show up. Or, oh, Andrew did come. You know, Dad of the Year shows up for the hospital, and mm-hmm. Andrew and Barbara are already fighting. And like, this does make me feel sad because you know, I was like, I just need support from both of you. Like, the thing is, and this is what Babs does, and I can see why it drives Janelle crazy and why it drives other people crazy is that like she'll start picking. And yep. it's like, Andrew deserves to be yelled at, but, like, he'll just be sitting there silently, and she'll be like, so how's the job search going? Knowing full well mm-hmm. how the job search is going, and it's like, we're in the hospital room, the baby was just born, like, do you need to ask that question at this moment? The answer is <laughs> no. Like, let's just keep it civil, but Barbara is, like, completely incapable of doing that. And, like, like did, you know, like, she didn't need to, like, in that moment, like, start digging at Andrew. And that's why they start fighting, and, like, yeah, Andrew shouldn't fight back, but, like, it is an annoying habit or annoying trait of a person that does that. No, for sure. I mean, and she, like you said, she chooses, like, the most awkward, like, times when, like, a moment is maybe being enjoyed to yeah. bring up something that will definitely lead to a fucking smackdown fight. And that's, like, the most annoying thing that I think Janelle gets so frustrated with is like it's not like one of these conversations won't lead to a fight and you know that by now yeah so like in the delivery room is it the best time to bring it up and i mean janelle like is like i just need support and barbara goes well he'll be long gone very shortly anyway yeah i mean and she was completely right but like did you need to say that barbara (laughs) I know. It's like, stop rubbing it in her face that she's literally pregnant at 16 by a a 23-year-old alcoholic. We get it. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, like, Andrew has to leave and Jace is going to go home. And, yeah, you know, once again, Barney is there and he's just like, all right, bye, little dude. Or whatever he, like, called Jace. Like, that was his grandson. Like, he seemed completely uninterested in the grandson. Jace, or... Uh, Andrew was, like, upset that he was leaving, but he's like, I'll see you in two weeks. Like, it's okay. Um, and then we get home, and it's been however many days, and Janelle's like, Andrew hasn't called since he left the hospital. God, I know. And the really sad thing is, like, knowing... This was weird for me to watch. I haven't gone back and watched any um, 16 and Pregnant episodes until today in a really long time and it's weird like knowing jace now so well and knowing his personality and like knowing all the kids so well Mm -hmm. like all of this just made me so sad and thinking that like he's gonna look back and watch this and like this is his dad like the Mm -hmm. only footage that he has of he has his whole life on camera and the only footage that he has of his dad is like these couple moments and these few scenes and at the end the last thing we know of him is that he gets a dui and exits his life yeah it's I know there is, like, I feel like there's this, there is, like, a 
in season two or three, they, like, get a paternity test from Andrew. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think he appears on camera. Like, I'm, I don't, I can't say this with certainty, but I'm pretty sure Andrew has not seen Jace since he left the hospital. And that's, like... Jesus Christ. Crazy. But, okay, here's the thing that I don't understand. Why don't they ever... I mean, not that it would make a difference. It's not like he's going to be in Janelle's life or whatever. But why Why don't they ever literally bring him up literally ever? I don't understand. They did in this last season. They, like, Barbara randomly said that she shows uh, pictures of Jace. and Or she shows pictures of Andrew to Jace. And uh, Janelle said that, like, she would never, uh, like, block him from her email or something so that he has a way of getting hold of her in case... I can't remember. It had to... They had to have been talking about Nate. And, like, Nate... You know what I mean? Like, how Mm -hmm. Nate is now acting like Andrew, even though he's, like, not really. Um, Maybe Mm -hmm. it was last season. It was either, like, last season or the season before. But, um... But you're right. They never talk about him. And I think that's how Barbara operates just let it go it never happened kind of thing yeah like i think i think to her andrew's a non-factor okay i mean which is true i guess she's very like practical in the sense of like survival and it's like what is he gonna do to help us that's exact exactly i can imagine like janelle bringing up andrew and barbara's like why are we even talking about him he's not here he chose not to be here we can't do anything about it. I can't. Exactly. I don't have any emotional energy. She doesn't have. I don't think she has the emotional energy to give to thinking about Andrew. No. Yeah. Barbara's just full fight or flight. Like all the time. Like survival, survive, like survive, survive, survive. Like, you know what I mean? Make yeah. smart choices. Work, work, work. Be responsible. Just like, you know what I mean? She yeah. doesn't even. He's a, yeah, he is a non-factor is like the best way to describe him. Yeah. Barbara's like, oh, Andrew, that fucker. Haven't thought about him yeah. in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jace is a very cute baby. I know. (laughs) And I don't even really like newborn babies, but I love these ones because we know them now. And uh, he was adorable. I know. He's so cute. I'm going to meet my nephew in like three days, and I cannot wait. He's a month and a half old, and I cannot wait. Oh, my God. Oh my god, that's so exciting. Speaking of, if you guys are in the Seattle area, come to our meetup on uh, Friday the 14th. Uh, the information is on the Facebook page, or tweet at me, or whatever. Figure figure it out. Figure out how to get <laughs> a hold of me. <laughs> but uh, we're having a meetup in Seattle on Friday the 14th, which will be this coming Friday, so you guys should come. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to meet my baby nephew, and watching this episode made me like... I can't yeah, for sure. a baby. Um, so Andrew isn't called since they lost the hospital, left the hospital, and it's week two. And as Janelle says, Barbara's starting to take the lead. <sighs> it's starting. Yeah. The next eight years is starting right now. Uh, I mean, I think it started like the minute Jace was born. Like I, I was surprised that she said it like that because I was like. I think she, Barbara, like, has been doing it since Jace came home. Like, I, I didn't really, I don't know. I think MTV made her say that because they had to acknowledge that Barbara was, like, in control. Yeah, for sure. And that it was, like, probably not like anything they had seen before where, like, it was as if Barbara gave birth. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's really, you just see, like, 
I just don't know. This is another thing, like, I understand MTV's not supposed to step in, but, like, it's just crazy to think, like, none of the producers said to her, like, Janelle, I wonder if you have postpartum depression because you don't seem to have bonded at all with your child. Yeah, there is no, there's literally no attachment. There's no moment of Janelle, like, every girl in 16 and pregnant has that one moment of, like, you know, like making eye contact with their child for the first time yeah or you know I mean, rocking watch in like a... chelsea's episode who was fucking obsessed with aubrey like i'll give that like you know i thought i really don't like chelsea but like chelsea always like has been a mom to aubrey and like you know yeah. stayed home didn't go out partying as much but like she's like obsessed with aubrey like when Absolutely. she first comes home and like just holds her and goes you're so cute you're so perfect Aubrey, I love you so much. Like, there's not a single moment like that with Janelle and Jace. There's literally a moment in the hospital where um, Andrew says, like, he's like, you know, this is going to be so hard to leave. No, he says, we have to stay up all night with him. And Janelle goes, why? Why? And he's like, because I'm not going to be able to be with him every moment. I have to go home. And Janelle was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Like, Like, she... She couldn't even understand, like, how Andrew was connected to him. It was very weird. There was not a single... Yeah, damn. When you really, really peel back the layers of Janelle, there's some dark shit hidden beneath there because it's like she literally just has no... Maternal instinct. She doesn't. She has no maternal instinct at all. There's just nothing there. We're going to see it with Ensley this season. I know we're going to see it with Ensley this season. Even though she's like, doesn't want us to see it, David's going to be the one that's fully taking care of that baby. Just like yep. Nathan and then Tori fully took care, and now David fully takes care of Kaiser. Like, we're going to see it. Like, Janelle does not have maternal attachment to her children. I think, like, no. now that Jace is older and Kaiser is older, like, she likes them and, like, likes hanging out with them and, like, loves them, I guess. But, like, it's just so crazy. There was not a single scene of, like, Janelle just, like, you're right, like, looking into his eyes and being, like, you are a perfect baby. Right. And I love you so much. And I can't believe I'm looking at you for the first time. I can't believe I'm seeing your face. I can't believe I grew you inside me. Like, there was nothing Yeah, she did say, like, I can't believe, like, I made him or something. But, like, I don't know. It sounded more more about her than, like, about the baby. (laughs) A little bit more scientific than than anything else. It was like, wow, I can't believe I gave birth to this, like, human thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's just so... It's just... I feel like I'm already more attached to my nephew that lives in Seattle and I live in Florida than Janelle was to Jace. Yeah, there was nothing there. It made me really sad for him. Yeah. And then, so it's week three and Janelle says to Barbara, so he's starting daycare soon, right? When I start school and Barbara says, yeah. And she goes, ugh, I can't wait. Uh, The baby's three weeks old. (laughs) And you've basically done nothing. She's doing everything for you. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I do, kidding? like, I do, I can imagine, like, like, I know, like, how great it must feel, like, the idea of, like, having a break if you really feel overwhelmed. But there's just oh, yeah. something concerning that biology, like, Janelle's, Janelle's, like, hormones never kicked in. And, like, that thing that's, like, supposed to make you want to be with your baby to like protect it from the world you know like that like bio like 
is literally how humans have survived since we became a species is that like mothers like our brains change and like yeah. we want to like even mothers like you know i have friends that had horrible postpartum depression and like didn't feel like they loved their baby at all or connected with their baby at all like still at three weeks old was not like when can this thing go to daycare yeah i mean like if anything it's like the the fear of like you know knowing that you're going to be away from your kid for that long is like the most common thing that you see like you said and, and there's just nothing nothing there's just nothing and it's like it's almost like I feel like Barbara was almost trying to like knock it into her like in the form of you need to be more responsible but it's also like you need to like attach yourself to this child like stay home and like be with your kid and like yeah well atta- yeah you like, have like you have to attack that's exactly it Barbara's like you need to like figure like you have to work on it like it it happens naturally but at the same time like you have to let the baby attach to you too and it's just it's so I don't know it's so like when she said that like about like being excited for the baby to go to daycare like so Ensley you know the new baby like her and David when Ensley was less than six weeks old flew to LA for like a an after show which a lot of the moms do like these Monday night after shows and they fly yeah. in on Monday morning and fly out on Tuesday morning you know because they have kids like but yeah. Janelle didn't even end up going on the after show she had a freak out and then stayed in LA for a full week and the baby was six weeks old less than six weeks old and she's like the baby hasn't even been alive the baby was born in January and it's now July and she's been on like four vacations without it <laughs> Janelle dude there's something like there's Janelle something wrong. has it's not yeah and I don't wrong. think it's postpartum depression I think her brain literally does not have that maternal thing that kicks into gear that like makes her understand that she needs to be here. And I'm not like this type of person that's like moms should be with their babies at all times. Like I'm not like that at all. Like at all. Like my best friend is three no, kids same. and I'm constantly like leave them with your husband and come visit me for a week. Like for you need sure. to escape. Yeah, for like sure. I'm like the opposite and very much like moms need me time. But like Janelle would not when your baby's five weeks old. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. There's definitely like a, a middle ground. And uh, Janelle is so far on the other side of that that it's, like, fully alarming. It's really, really fucking insane. Yeah. And uh, then we find out that Andrew got a DUI, which is why he hasn't called her. Yeah. Because he's drinking again. Yeah. And this phone call was pretty... uh, Yeah. And I just want to... I need to interrupt you to say that my girl, Victoria Ryan, a.k.a. Tori who plays such an important role throughout these Teen Mom 2 series. You know, her and Janelle get into a fight, and Jan- Tori beats her up with drumsticks. Mm-hmm. Janelle and Tori have had many hookups. Tori sells her out to the magazines all the time. She was Kaiser's nanny, which is, you know, hilarious. Um, Tori makes an appearance, and it just warms my heart. Finally, too. I was like, where the fuck is she? I was waiting, and then she finally appears, and she looks... The exact same. But like, crazy. Like, a full <laughs> scene, like... Yeah. <laughs> She's, like, a full emo, um, like, bang over her eye. Oh, her yeah. hair is Huge glasses straight. on. And huge glasses were not that big in 2009. Yeah, like, so giant glasses. crazy. Jet black hair. Like, yeah. bl- like midnight black. Um, yeah, remember in like, 2009, people were wearing those, like, rimless glasses because Sarah Palin had them? Like, 
Yeah. Like, smaller glasses were in, not huge glasses. <laughs> this just, like, made me laugh so much because when they, like, talked on the phone about the DUI, when she talked to Andrew on the phone about him getting the DUI, like, Janelle was, like, t- telling him about how he needed to be, you know, responsible and, like, figure his shit out. And she says something like, dude, even spending time in jail couldn't change you. Yeah. It's like, are you okay? Well, <laughs> he says, serious? you know what he says, sir? He said, he says, my feelings for you have actually dropped. And then Janelle goes, well, my feelings oh, for yeah. you have actually dropped. <laughs> <laughs> My feelings for you have actually dropped. She's like, okay, me too. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. And her friends are just like, he's such an asshole. You're so right, Janelle. He's so wrong. Yeah. Um, And so Janelle has to go out to blow off steam, obviously. Of course. That's what you do. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they're uh... going to like an 18 plus club or if she had a fake ID and was going to the bar. I would imagine she probably had a fake ID. Yeah, and also it's, like, small town in North Carolina. Like, they probably weren't that strong. You know, she probably just had, like, a shitty fake ID. And Exactly. Um, we get an, a real, I would say, infamous line, which is... It's hard to even say, honestly, because it's so upsetting. Jace doesn't need me. He's got my mom. Iconic. Yeah, and it goes back Another to that thing where moment. she's, like, just not even connected with him. She doesn't even see herself as his mom. And, like, the thing is, that was another moment, and I forgot until watching this, that that was, like, something that I totally remember from this episode. Like, it just, when I heard it, it was, like, like bird shot out of my ears. I was like, oh, my God. I forgot about the fact. I used to quote that all the time. Yeah. It's so, Jace doesn't need me. He's got my mom. Like, (sighs) and I, you know, there has been like, I've seen people say like, well, Barbara never really let Janelle even have a chance. Like at raising, she would always step in and take over. But it's like, Barbara didn't want Jace to die. Like, she had to. She had to step in. She, I mean, she had no choice. No. And, like, when was it, um... We're gonna get there. I know what you're gonna say. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, school's starting for Janelle, and she's like, Jace is off at daycare, thank God. And she says, direct quote, I can finally focus on my social life. <laughs> and then she says, you know what's cool about daycare? I can hang out with my friends after school before my mom gets home. <laughs> <laughs> and she's so happy to go back to school to just like get away from um her kids like, she's like so excited to go to school yeah she's like thank god oh um and barbara calls janelle and janelle has a flip phone even though she had an iphone earlier so i don't know what that was about i know but she's like barbara's like can you make bottles and she's like are you serious <laughs> she's like you seriously need me to make bottles and then we get a voiceover that my mom isn't in the mood to watch Jace, but I'm going to go out anyway. Yeah. This is my favorite scene from the whole yeah. episode. <laughs> Same. Because Janelle's getting dressed and getting ready. And 
Barbara and Janelle get into it because she's like, you said you would watch him. And Barbara's like, I said I wouldn't. She's like, I said I was going out. So you said, fine, I'll watch Jace. Like, because Janelle, like, is so crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she took, like, Barbara yelling at her, fine, I'll watch Jace. It's like, okay, hon, I'll watch Jace. Exactly. (laughs) And then... Surprise, Tori's there while they're screaming at each other because it just pans to Tori because Barbara turns around and says, you think this is a dog? You guys think this is a dog? Who's going to take <laughs> And And Tori, who, like, I know this for a fact because Tori and Janelle have been friends since they were, like, 12 and just, like, being bad together, so Barbara would always flip out at Tori, too, according to Tori. But um, Tori goes, no, I don't think it's a dog. <laughs> And it was, it was like, I was, it was like, okay, so I'm like watching The Office right now. I felt like I was like watching Aubrey Plaza, like deliver a line. <laughs> like I laughed so hard. And the fact that like Barbara will ask questions like that, but she never means it like rhetorically. Yeah. Like she actually was asking like, do you think this baby's a freaking dog? Yeah. And like, she was waiting for her to answer. She's You're like, no. you accents, Troy. You're good at impressions. <laughs> I'm so bad at them. <laughs> <laughs> only honestly only like barbara and J- <laughs> only teen moms because i've just been uh, impersonating them my entire like half my life now <laughs> i remember when the first uh trailer for teen mom teen mom 2 came out it was they must have been showing it over the summer because my cousin and i were together a lot this is a this is a julia heavy episode and we would just scream at each other that's it I'm calling the cops, which was like Barbara <laughs> screamed at Janelle, like, and they would play that commercial all the time, and we would always, that's it, I'm calling the cops, we were like fucking obsessed with that line, and we'd just like scream it on the, cause we're so fucking obnoxious, and we'd just like scream it on the top of our lungs at each other, like. <laughs> and it was really iconic too to hear her, you could hear Barbara saying a lot of her like, what became iconic lines, like, yeah. she kept saying like, this baby, like, you take care of this baby come yeah. on take care of this baby you don't even know this baby yeah i was like oh my god she doesn't even know she's like she's branding herself right now <laughs> branding queen <laughs> <laughs> um so i mean when will we ever i was gonna say when will your Literally. babes ever but like when will you and i ever have that branding skill and the answer is <laughs> exactly never, never. <laughs> um so Basically, Barbara's doing her, like, you go out every night, and uh, Janelle's like, I'm not going out every night, and Barbara says, and she's like, it's just so crazy that this this conversation is happening in front of Tori. She's like, I know. and you can tell Barbara hasn't let herself fully attached to Jace yet by the language she's using, because she says, if you don't want to raise it, then we'll find a mm-hmm. good family who will raise it. Just say it. Just say you don't want to raise it. That alarmed me. Yeah. Um, well, I think Barbara me... wasn't letting herself fully bond to him yet. Which I completely understand. Yeah. It was just so, um, it was so shocking to hear Barbara say that. Yeah. Like, do you want to give the baby up? Do you want to, like, you yeah. think you maybe can't handle this responsibility? I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I think she just, like, had to distance herself from, like, that she was actually talking about Jace, who she already loved. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, And also... She, you can see that she does this with Kaiser. She like stays very distanced from Kaiser, and I think part of that is like yeah. Janelle doesn't let Kaiser have a relationship with her. But like, um, you can tell, like Barbara's always like, "Hi Kaiser, how are you?" Like, 
Yeah, like, it's almost like she. You can tell she doesn't. If she sees the mistreatment, yeah, she knows that she'll take, that she'll take him. Too, and she can't. She already yeah. has Jason and Gabriel half the time. Ashley's oldest son. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like I, I mean, I was impressed with Barbara like saying that. Like, if you don't want to do it, like let's find a solution. Which ugh, yeah, I wish Janelle had just said, "Let's find a family." I know, dude. Like, and just give this, like... Because, you know what? Barbara tries her hardest, but it's not good enough. It's just, it's not. And, like, like imagine if Jace had a mom and a dad who really loved him. He just is such a gentle soul. Like, he deserves to be around people who, like, sort of nourish the fact that he's very, um, like, he's a very, like, pure and innocent child. Given, I mean, of course, he's a kid, so he's pure and innocent, but, like, Jace is very, like, sensitive and, like, yeah. you know what I mean? You can tell he just, he needs this very specific kind of coddling that these yeah. women cannot provide him. Yeah, and, I mean, Chanel's response to that is, leave me alone or I'll leave tonight and you'll never see me again. <laughs> she actually gave me a little bit of Pharaoh when she said, uh, when she said, I will leave at the first sight of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was very Pharaoh. That's actually, yeah. you're exactly right. <laughs> I will leave it the first side of bullshit. <laughs> like if you've you've never you haven't seen any yet, you're yeah. waiting for your your moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and she's like, okay, so am I leaving or am I going to take Jace with me? And she takes Jace with her to Tori's party. Yeah, I couldn't believe Barbara let Jace out of the house like that. I know. I feel like it was like, you know, I've mentioned this to you before. Like my mom was a, is like, was a young mom. Mm-hmm. And like some of my earliest memories are like moments like that where like I'm watching <laughs> my like grandmother, like sort of like teach my mom a lesson via me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. Take him to that place, dumb girl. See what happens. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, take him to the bar. Yeah, <laughs> but your mom learned like, oh, this isn't fun. And because she had a maternal instinct. Was like, yeah. oh, this actually isn't fun to have the baby at the bar, so I'm not going to do this again. Exactly, and, and I'm worried about him. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I have I have an emotional attachment to how he feels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where Barbara was like, fine, I'll let her see what it's like to bring a baby to a party, and Jace probably sat in Tori's room as Janelle got high and drunk. Exactly. Like, Jesus she gave Christ. No she probably gave no fucks. God, I can't even think about where that baby was. I, I hope Barbara, like, then went to Tori's house, like, an hour later after she cooled down and was like, give me the baby back. Absolutely. Like, okay, that was a fun experiment. Thank you. Yeah. Where your grandma <laughs> knew, like, that your mom was, your mom was a loving mother. She was just, how old was your mom when she had you? Um, she got pregnant at 17. Yeah. She so had she, me when so she was So she was, was just 18. a dumbass 18-year-old. Like, but she exactly. loved her kid. She was just a dumbass because 18-year-olds are dumbass. So you go take them to the bar and I'll talk to you when you get home and you can apologize to me. Exactly. And like kiss my feet because you'll be worshipping me when you realize everything I do. Yeah. And I think Barbara like kind of thought that would happen and literally the opposite happened. (laughs) She was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, fine, I'll take him. And then took him and gave no fucks about taking him. (laughs) Right. And was like, Jace was fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't threaten Janelle with like taking a baby to like yeah, a bar. Janelle's like, like, like fine, bitch. Like, <laughs> you want to play? Yeah, I've that been waiting game? for you to ask me. Um, so Janelle says, "This is great." I already have to give up my boyfriend. My mom is crazy if she thinks I'll give up my friends, too. <laughs> because Janelle is always a victim. Everybody's out to get her, and it's terrible for her. Yeah, and then, you know, our next scene is them fighting again, and we got the first taste of what I think is at the root of a lot of their current issues. And mm-hmm. Janelle says, I don't feel like you're my mom anymore. Mm-hmm. Which means, like, I feel like all your focus and attention is on Jace. And Janelle is so yeah. fucking jealous of Jace. Yeah, and it's, like, it's palpable how jealous she is. It's, yeah. It's, it's really, really... It's it's weird to watch this and understand... Like, I don't understand well, that dynamic because my mom's never been jealous of me. Yeah. But I understand that dynamic of feeling, like, the older your kid... The older I got, the more my mom and I felt like brother and sister. Well, I think and, that's the issue is that Janelle has always felt like Jace was her little brother. Like a little half-brother exactly. that, like, her dad had on his second marriage. And exactly. now she's Exactly, that you're jealous. forced to babysit. Yeah, and I think she is just so jealous of, you know, the fact that that Jace is getting the... So we, we talked about this at the beginning, how they have, like, different love languages. And mm-hmm. I'm sure Barbara snuggled Janelle as a baby, but because of like probably PTSD and whatever and trauma, like her wiring doesn't allow her to remember anything nice about Barbara. So she exactly. sees Janelle snuggling or Barbara snuggling Jace and she's like, mom never snuggled me like that. Why is she snuggling Jace like that? But it's like, because he's a newborn. Yeah. And she's like seeing the things that she should have done with her, which like, of course, when you have multiple children, you learn from each one. And, exactly. You know, and now, especially now, like, Barbara has financial freedom. Yeah. She doesn't have, like, a shitty husband or a shitty boyfriend. She doesn't have three kids with mental health issues living at home. Like, she has the ability to focus on Jason. Like, that's why I thought found it so sad when, like, a couple seasons ago, Janelle was like, you never played games with me. And it was just so sad because, like you know she mm-hmm. sees her playing games with Jace. Yeah, yeah, and that did I, make me really sad. I wouldn't be surprised if Barbara did play games with Janelle. Janelle's just, like, so fucked in her head that she, like, physically can't, like, her brain doesn't remember those things because, like, trauma rewiring her brain. But, yeah. um, but I, I really, I think it, like, Janelle, she's just so jealous of Jace. Jace to her is not her son. It's the new baby that Barbara's paying attention to. No, for sure. She and that's like now it's been so set up for that like that for so long that like there's really no going back, you know? Yeah, there's no going back. And so what does Janelle do is that she knows it's so funny cuz Janelle always says that Barbara doesn't love her, but Janelle knows that Barbara loves her more than anything cuz her number one threat is always you'll never see me again. And she knows that's exactly. the ultimate way to hurt Barbara and she does it to this fucking day. And she says that the reason that Barbara still wants custody of Jace is because she knows that's the only way that Janelle will have contact with her. So it's so weird because on one hand, Janelle's like, my mom doesn't love me at all. On the other hand, like, she knows that removing herself from Barbara's life is literally the cruelest thing that she can do to Barbara. For sure. So it's like... Absolutely. It's like, where's where where Jan- Janelle's brain goes wrong is that she doesn't understand those two things are connected. 
(laughs) (laughs) And that it's just, like, so unnecessarily cruel to constantly, um, like, poke at the one thing that makes your your mom, like, vulnerable every time you're upset with her. I can't imagine, like, because our mom and I's dynamic is just so fucking different than Barbara and Janelle. Like, I can't imagine ever using that as a threat. I, I thank you. I was thinking that the entire time. Even there's like a scene when they're and during that fight, um, when Barbara's like, you know, Janelle, sometimes I, I worry that like when you go out to these bars that you just literally I'll never see you again. Yeah. Like that yeah. you will literally just leave me with this kid for the rest of its life and I probably won't talk to you again. And Janelle goes this is actually I thought it was like hilarious. And Janelle goes, You really think I would leave and leave Jay sitting on a bed by himself all night forever? And Barbara goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, she says her famous, yeah. she's crying. She says, I've got this little bitch of a daughter. Yeah, bitch of a daughter. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> God, it's just so, like, I just can't imagine, like, that being my threat to my mom. That she would never, once actually when I was, like, really bad in my, like, addiction and depression and, like, I'd, like, fuck things up with my mom, and she stopped talking to me for, like, a month, and I, like, fucking harassed her. Like, would, like, send her emails, like, all the time, and, like, text messages, like, you have to talk to me! Like, oh, it was so bad. <laughs> I won't be ignored, mother. It was so bad, and, like, my something happened with my grandma that, like, ended up not even being serious whatsoever, and I don't even like my grandma, and I was like, Nana could have died, and you wouldn't answer my phone call! <laughs> it was so bad I actually always forget about it it was just like a month long of like chaos and my mom's therapist was probably like you have to stop talking to her yeah Um, let her hit her rock bottom like I'm sure the therapist was like tune that bitch out like it was all my fault but I was like the exact opposite of Janelle that was like I don't know it's just so weird because like even though like my mom and I talk only like once a week because that's like kind of what works best for us i like see Mm -hmm. us as the same person and i like see myself as an extension of my mother which like is not healthy i am aware of that but like it's just so different with barbara and janelle no i totally get it it's you can't help but compare your like relationships to these to these people on teen mom and on 16 and pregnant and stuff and like the similarities are are uncomfortable and they make you feel weird. And then the, the things that are so different are just like so hard to understand. Yeah. Yeah. And so they get like into this whole fight and then Janelle's like, she said, is this Janelle that says I love taking care of him? Oh, she says, I love taking care of him. It may not seem like I'm here a lot, but I love taking care of him. And, you know, I appreciate everything you do. So, like, thank you. Except she's, like, yeah. literally looking at the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most you can get from Janelle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's so weird. And then uh, her friends come over. And she, <laughs> Janelle's like, you know, and then, oh, no. Oh, wait. Okay. I fucked this up. They get into a fight. And then her friends come over. And then she says that to him, to them. And she's like, I love taking care of him. It may not seem like I'm here a lot, but I love taking care of him. And Amber and Lauren are kind of like, mm. And then she mm-hmm. goes, you know, my mom, like, tries to throw you guys in my face and says, Amber and Lauren think I'm not with him enough. And Amber goes, yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> yeah, it's like you kind of need to get your shit together. And, like, everybody in this county talks about how you're not a good mom. I just loved when, like, first of all, I want to know, like, 
I would imagine Barbara was probably like calling Amber or Lauren to like find out where Janelle is and then like venting about how Janelle's not being a mom. And I just mm-hmm. loved how Amber, like, this is why Amber was such a good friend to Janelle. And it's so shit. It sucks. It, and it's why Janelle, like, finally got rid of her is because Amber was like, yeah, bitch, like, you're not doing right. And it's funny because when Janelle went to rehab, like, in maybe season two or three, um, she came home and had told Amber that she wanted to start smoking pot again. And Amber's like, you can't do that. She's like, you just got out of rehab. Like, Amber was always her friend that was, like, very real with her. So it's not surprising that their friendship didn't last. But, I, yeah, I just loved it when, like, Amber, like, sat right up. And she's like, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, I love that, too. I was like, damn. It was actually really nice. Like, it was refreshing to yeah. have her be a counterpart to Janelle because you know Janelle just surrounds herself with people that like enable her and Tori has always been her party friend always and Amber was like her steady friend I think because she even said like I haven't seen Amber and Lauren in a while because I'm hanging out with my other friends yeah so I'd imagine Amber and Lauren were like her normal friends that like went to school and like had boyfriends and like you know what I mean just like we're normal yeah maybe like drank on the weekends but like we're her normal friends and like weren't down to like party with Janelle where Tori was like sure bring the baby over like let's have a party yeah for sure you could just tell like there was a moment where you could look at Janelle's face when she was taught when they were talking to her and she was thinking in her head like I gotta cut these bitches out yeah because the next scene is Tori comes over and you can tell yeah you because I wrote down Janelle's pissed (laughs) yeah she looked really really mad yeah and then the next scene is Tori coming over and we need to discuss their outfits because Janelle, her chin for whatever in her eyebrows and her hair, I guess she had darkened her hair. So her skin looked really pale and it just was all very harsh. And she was wearing like this striped yellow scarf. Yeah. They were wearing like, and Tori like was back in the day scene. when you would, <laughs> when you would just wear like a giant long like wool yeah, scarf with like your of, outfit like, the two big belt like i was looking at pictures from a party in like 2008 and i'm wearing this like ridiculous belt over like this super cute dress and it's like why did i put that belt on <laughs> like, the two big belt was everything it, ga- it like, gave the illusion of a waist which like it really didn't it just made you look like you had a giant belt on it, your boobs it, it looked so like in the dress is cute as shit a dress that i would still wear it's just like this cute plain striped dress and, like, it's, it was my friend's picture, and I commented, I was like, why did I have that belt on? And she's like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, the two big belt is iconic for this Yeah, time. or just, like, the weird scarf that didn't even match. Mm-hmm. Like, what Janelle was wearing when she was like, this scarf is so cute. <laughs> yeah, and she's, like, she's literally in the mirror, like, Meryl Streep and Death Becomes Her, like, <laughs> rubbing her face, like... <laughs> Gliding her hands down her beautiful scrunched hair, tightening her scarf, like rubbing her eyebrow makeup That's a wee exactly. bit. It was like, who do you think you are right now? I'm obsessed. And Tori and her and are just talking and Janelle goes, you know, the first zero to 12 months is the hardest of a baby's life. And Tori's like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, this was another one that I wrote down because I. It was so this weird, was so please read it. Okay, this was actually my favorite scene from the whole episode. So Tori goes, so has it gotten easier? And Janelle goes, she goes, well, the parts from when they're born up to about a year old is the hardest part. They need all that all the time. And she goes, so like, if they start crying or if you already changed their diaper and you already fed it, he just wants to be held because they're clean. 
um, <laughs> she goes, imagine being in prison. That's what it's like. Uh... <laughs> You're a child? Like, Jesus Christ. I just picture Jay's hearing this and, like, oh, it kills me. Here's the thing. Like, if my sister-in-law says, like, you know, because she has a six-week-old baby and, like, she was, he's hasn't been sleeping at night again. Like, he was sleeping for, like, three weeks and now he's not sleeping again or whatever. And, like, I was, like, he just wants to be close to you. And she's, like, I just wish she'd want to be a little further away. But the thing is, like, I know she fucking loves the baby and is with the baby all the time and is doing everything the baby needs. So, like, I understand that, like, the feeling of being too touched, the feeling of a clingy baby. Like, I understand all that. It's not necessarily, like, what she's saying. It's that Janelle is saying it. It's Janelle, and it's the way she says it with no soul yeah. and emotion. And you know that, like, she never wants to touch the baby. So when Janelle's talking about it being clingy, you're like, ugh. When my sister-in-law says, like, the baby is being clingy, it's like, because she's literally holding the baby 24 hours a day. I mean, my brother's like, exactly. amazing and super hands-on, but, like, you know what I mean? Or, like, when my best friend's like, I just need a fucking minute to breathe because these kids are killing me. Like, she's a full-time mom. Like, exactly. she does everything. Like, of course she wants a fucking break from her three little kids. Like, when I was in Canada with them, like, I wanted to scream half the time because it was just so loud. I was like, how do you deal with the noise level? She's like, I don't know. Like, I've, I've like, blacked out to it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like. No, I get it. I admit Jan- to When Janelle does it, it's it. like, it's like, it's eerie and, like, chilling. Because, like, when she says, like, I feel like I'm in a prison, it's like. But you're literally never around him. Right. You don't do anything, hun. Like, if you feel like you're in a prison now, where your mom is waking up in the middle of the night, changing his diapers, buying yeah. all of his clothes, buying his food, feeding him, paying for health, for fucking childcare. Like, can, imagine how you'd feel if you actually did motherly things. Also, <laughs> Janelle doesn't have that weird human instinct, or she didn't. I think she does a little more now. But that, like, thing where we need where we understand the words we are saying sound weird. So we follow it up with a positive thing. Exactly. Yes, for sure. She'll just blank stare at you after she says something completely soulless. She's like, so the baby's just clinging. It feels like a prison. And it's like, but a normal mother would say that and be like, but you know, I love him so much. And I understand like, he just like in six months, it'll be easier. And then he's going to be a toddler and he's going to talk. And then like, he'll go to school. And like, when he goes back to when he goes to school in kindergarten, like I'm going to get a full-time job. Like, she doesn't do that thing where it's like people understand that you're not supposed to say that your kids make you feel like a prison so like even if you feel that way you at least put a positive spin on it afterwards yeah and like all the teen moms have said things similar and they've always ended it like you said with like but i would never trade him i can't even imagine life without him now even ferris says stuff like that but janelle's just like well he's he's holding me prison he's so clingy (laughs) It's like being in prison, dude. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, I feel like most mothers would be like, he's so clingy. And, like, sometimes it's cute. And, like, you know, when he reaches for me, it just, like, kills me. But, like, he's clingy and it can get annoying. Like, sometimes I just need him to get away from me. But, like, Janelle's like, he's clingy. And it's like, okay, (laughs) but do you like anything about it? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine being trapped in a prison for the rest of your life. That's what it's like, dude. Yeah. And then uh, she says... But I make sure to make time for myself. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
<laughs> but the episode did conclude nicely, I guess. I mean, like, it leads up to her kind of, like, yeah. expressing to Barbara her feelings about how she is, you know, well, grateful. But it's also, like, her doing it in the most selfish way. Because Janelle's like, I'm really realizing I can't be a mom right now. So I'm going to ask my mom to help raise him. Okay, first yeah. of all, she's been raising him. Second of all, <laughs> your mom begged you to get an abortion. Third of all, your mom begged you to put the baby up for adoption before he was born. Fourth of all, like a week before this, she like point blank looked you in the face and said, can you give this baby up for adoption? And now you're going to go to her and be like, hey, can you help raise him? Yeah. (laughs) And by that point, like there was no, I think adoption was off the table because at this point, Barbara had fully bonded with him. Yeah, it was over with. Like she, and Janelle knew she, you know, like knew that at that point Barbara was completely attached. She yeah. knew that she had been a shitty mom the whole time, she and that there was nothing. It from the jump, yeah, but she wouldn't say it because she knew then she would have to give the baby away. Exactly. And this is when Janelle. Well, she says she wants Babs to help raise him until she gets herself established. Which, like, yeah. LOL. Nine years later, where are we? I know. <laughs> God, she only knew what was to come. It's crazy. Like, it is the year, that was in 2009, it's 2017, and she still doesn't have Jace. I mean, like, her story was really shocking. Like, even when you go back and watch, like, Farrah's 16 and Pregnant and all the other girls, like, they were in such different places in their lives. And Janelle is in the exact same place where a bunch of different people have been sort of substituted out and filled the exact same role in her life that the previous one has. Mm -hmm. She's the exact same person, basically, with a little bit more money and power and age. And nothing's different. Nothing. It's it's upsetting and crazy. And... But, I mean, it's a great episode. (laughs) I'm really happy we... I'm, like, so happy that you let me do this with you. I'm so happy that we did it on Janelle. Like, I could do this again. Like, I could watch it again right now and talk about it from the very beginning. I know. I'm so excited for Teen Mom 2 to come back. Me too, man. Like, I just miss her so much. I miss that monotone delivery. Yeah. Same. So much. (laughs) So, any final thoughts? My final thoughts are that... um, I don't feel like I understand Janelle any more than I did before. I'm still confused about the same things that trigger her. Uh, I wish that I knew more about Janelle's childhood, and I hope that at some point MTV does some sort of special or something about what their lives were like before that. Babe, Janelle's incredible book is coming out. Oh, yes! But it's going to be all lies. I mean, she's already released (laughs) the excerpts. And, you know, in it she says that... uh, the way that Barbara got custody is she convinced Janelle to take a night off and to go out with her friends and then called CPS and said that Janelle had abandoned her kid. And it's just like watching what we just watched on what planet did Barbara ever encourage Janelle to take a night out? (laughs) Go ahead, Janelle, go out and drink with your friends. Yeah. It's just, it's so silly. So Janelle's lies about her life will be coming out. (laughs) Well, you're going to need to read that for me because it'll trigger me too much and I'm not going to be able to read it. No, I'm not going to read it, but I think Jesse's going to read it uh, from the Facebook group and who was on this podcast when we talked about Amber's live breakdown. I think Jesse's going to read it because she reads the Teen Mom books and I don't. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I can't wait to hear, uh, like, I can't wait to hear her um, version of what her childhood was like. I'm, like, really excited for that. Yeah. Um, she did, like, because some, like, excerpts, excerpts have been coming out, and she said she, like, baths are the way that she de-stresses, and she still takes several a day. And it's just so funny because it's, like, she has, at any time, three or four kids in her home, and she, like, has time <laughs> to take several baths a day. <laughs> Well, as we know about Janelle, she makes time for herself. Yeah. Ugh, Janelle, I love you. Troy, thank you so much for coming and talking for, with me for over two hours. I mean, I couldn't think of anything better to do tonight, honestly. I was like, this is was a godsend. Thank you for asking me to do it. Truly. All right, guys, next week I'll be back with the reunion recap, which, like, ugh, I fucking hate the Teen Mom reunion so much. I wish I didn't do them. We don't get anything from them. They're never dramatic. They're never fun. I just I just don't like the Team Mom reunions. But then in two weeks, Team Mom 2 is back, guys. And I cannot wait to watch Kale's pregnancy unfold. Yes, me too. Oh, my God. Can I like, come back at some point, please, with Team Mom 2, please? Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, only if you beg. <laughs> all right, Troy. Thank you so much again. Everyone listen to Troy All Not, The Smushroom. It's so fucking funny. If you haven't listened yet, please go listen to our episode of Farrah and James Dean because it's, like, really incredible. <laughs> and It's really good. Just all of the... Give me, like, a quick recap on what this mushroom is. So this mushroom is a podcast that basically... We- really weird reality couples, and sometimes not reality, sometimes just reality adjacent. Um, couples that you maybe didn't know dated, couples that you know dated but, like, kind of forgot about just weird oddball pairings that were influential at some point in pop culture. I basically just become Rain Man for nine hours and research everything I can about them, how they got together, how they broke up and how it affected us and how it may affect us now. And uh, yeah, it's, um, it's pretty, pretty fun. Perfect. All right, Troy, love you so much. Love you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been an episode of Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Executive producers Molly McAleer and Liz Bentley. Produced by Nicole Matthews. Special thanks to Sarah DiGiovanna for our logo. Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards. www.patreon.com slash ebpsychos and come on over to our Facebook page for more discussion.